Here we go. Welcome to the podcast, episode 45, and we got a casual show for you tonight, because uh, you can already tell the ratings are going to suck. My uh, my lead into the show was, that's not it, my lead into the show was about Christianity, and like nobody gives a shit about Christianity anymore, so I'm just going to do a casual show, and already I'm smoking weed and everything, which I normally don't do on real shows. You can tell I'm laying back on my wedge, and I'm using my soft NPR voice, so you can tell it's a casual show. I basically do shows like this, usually on off days. I call them the super secret live streams. But now you get to experience this for yourself. It's just an intimate show, just me and you. And uh, I love you guys. I thank you for joining me. It's uh, Monday. Hope everybody's doing good out there. And so I'm going to read a lot of you guys' chats. I actually didn't think I was going to have a good show today. And I was going to tell you guys I didn't have a good show. Because I'm always honest about this shit. But then I fucking like started laying it out. And good lord, I have a bunch of fucking shit to talk about. Didn't think anything happened this weekend. It's nothing major. And I actually think it's going to be a fun show because I have a lot of uh, wholesome videos and shit that are going to make you happy. Uh, it's going to be a little bit less depressing. I still got plenty of depressing shit in here. Don't worry because, you know, uh, it's reality we live in and reality is depressing as fuck. But I do have a lot of uh, cool, happy stuff to show you. So maybe we'll cheer everybody up. And as always, if you like the show, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Patreon.com. Watch last podcast. And hey, we're up to $538. Uh, we have the same number of patrons we did last time, but we now have uh, $538 because I think somebody stepped up and like uh, gave me like 100 bucks or something a month. So that was very kind of you. I think I know who it was, and I'll, maybe I'll shout him out in a future episode. But I appreciate that. If you guys like the show, please consider supporting it. I'm losing lots of money doing this show, but I think it's important, so I'm going to keep doing it. And there's my Patreon. And also, as always... Super Chats, the lifeblood of the show, Super Chats. I'll answer any question you ask, no questions dodged, uh, see if you can stump the band. It's the best way to support the show, so there's a little dollar symbol down there underneath the chat. You can click on it, you can like, tip me. It's basically like if you're watching me live, like I was doing a concert for you at a fucking bar or some shit, and you went up and looked, pulled tips in my jar and shit to, you know, reward me for entertaining you for free. So please consider doing that, and most of the money goes to the Human Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary, where we rescue cute little dogs and kittens. You know all about that. So, uh, please consider supporting the show. So, how's everybody doing tonight? Gonna be heavy on reading the chats and stuff tonight, because it's a casual show. That's what we do on casual shows. It's not too late. Yep, it's not too late. So, did Mr. Atheist, Cal, Stephen McRae, Rachel, and Telltale address their previous support of RR on the subject? No, he didn't. Um, I know that uh, Telltale Atheist messaged me to bitch at me for talking out about uh, Matt Dillahunty. Because I guess he's on Matt Dillahunty's nuts and doesn't think Matt Dillahunty has done anything wrong. I don't know how you could look into this situation and not think Matt Dillahunty has done anything wrong. In fact, we're going to cover more of that tonight. Some some more people who were involved in that situation who resigned from the ACA, uh, they did a live chat with uh, Kevin Logan about it and uh, gave their takes on it. You know, added the other takes we already have on this. And man, like, are you guys ready to be pissed off? It gets even fucking worse. So uh, we're going to cover that in a few minutes. Uh, Krampus, Wows, when was this? Uh, what are you talking about? Are you talking about when they appeared? They appeared yesterday, I think, for Kevin Logan. Um, it was the treasurer guy and some other girl that was on the board, and uh, they talked about uh, how they were basically bullied and intimidated into voting against uh, what they didn't believe in, 
And uh, the girl actually said after it was all over, she cried on her two-hour ride home because she was so ashamed of herself for being bullied and doing something she didn't want to do because they basically surrounded her by these large men who were, like, breathing on her neck. And it was like, I'll, I'll tell you about it. It was bad, though, folks. Like, this situation's bad. And the fact that no one started really calling it out except for me. I'm one of the few people, like me and Essence of Thought, very few people are talking about this. It's kind of crazy, right? But, you know, I'm kind of used to that. I'm kind of used to being one of the only people in the community talking about subjects. It's like if it's not about the left or SJWs or whatever, no one's really interested too much. It's kind of crazy. But anyway, we'll go over that. Um, what situation? The ACA, which is the uh, atheist community of Austin, was completely taken over by transphobic chuds and uh, rationality rules fanboys and all of the board who were supportive of trans people were voted off and uh, resigned because they didn't like what the ACA, which is, they say runs the atheist experience, which is probably the most popular atheist show in the world. The ACA is probably the most popular atheist community in the world. Uh, they've done really good work for a long time, and it's really sad it got taken over by the chuds, didn't it? So, anyway, we're going to start the show by talking about Amazon's new show, The Boys. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but man, I cannot say enough good enough things about this show, man. Uh, it's got a 9.1 IMDb rating, and that's low in my opinion. I, I hate superhero TV shows for the most part. And I did like the Endgame movie. I did like the Avenger movies. I think they're good. I think the Marvel Universe does good work. But as far as TV shows go, I thought the first season of Jessica Jones was good, but all the rest of the shows I didn't care for at all. But I uh, watched Daredevil, and Daredevil has some amazing fight scenes. So what's good about Daredevil is they have, like, once every season, they do these... I don't even know how the fuck they do it, how they pull it off, but they do these scenes. They're like 15-minute long fight scenes that they do on all in one take, and it's incredible. But other than that, the storyline doesn't really impress me very much. I didn't really enjoy it. And I've seen pretty much all the superhero shows out there. I've, I've watched Doom Squad. A lot of people have recommended that to me. I didn't care for it. You know, I've seen seen them all pretty much, and uh, just boring to me. But The Boys did it in a way that I've never seen before, and I think it's probably the best show, that's the best new show that I've seen in years. And uh, the social issues it tackles and the, the very, very clever way it does that uh, is really what drew me in. It's a superhero TV show, but it's not very action-packed. It's almost like it's a drama more than anything. But uh, it, it's really fucking well done. And anyway, uh, in episode four, they take on Christianity. And they do it in a really, really amazing way that I think they just nailed Christianity. And um, I'm not going to give you guys too many spoilers about this show. Like... What you read here in the synopsis is it tells you pretty much, you know, as much as I'm going to tell you. The boys is an irreverent take on what happens when superheroes who are as popular as celebrities, as influential as politicians, and as revered as gods abuse their superpowers rather than use them for good. It's the powerless against the super powerful as the boys embark on a heroic quest to expose the truth about the seven and their formidable vault backing. And basically, the whole show is making fun of uh, nationalism and capitalism and corporatism and. Uh, how our society worships celebrities and and it tackles christianity and whatnot i even heard that the guy that uh, wrote this i guess he makes comic books he made the preacher preacher's another good show i like uh, it's not nearly as good as this show but and i think he did uh did a few others but i think somebody told me he was actually like a lefty religious person so he might still be more leaning towards religion than you would think but by the time it got through the other like writers that, that added onto the show and after all the production and stuff, they did a really good job of kind of crushing Christianity in this. So I'm just going to show you uh, just a couple scenes 
like I said, no spoilers. I'm just gonna, it's going to be like 30 seconds, so you don't have to worry about it too bad. But just a couple scenes that I thought were really good at uh, dismantling Christianity are just funny. You know, especially seeing Amazon do this. I, I think a lot of people are going to have problems with this in the Christian community. You're going to hear a lot of uh, controversy about this. They just haven't done it yet because the show just came out. Like I guess it came out three days ago, so a lot of people haven't caught on yet. But anyway, um, we're going to take a look at the episode five. And this is so going to get this whole podcast copyrighted, but it doesn't matter because they copyright everything I do anyway, right? Um, I can't make money doing this through ads and stuff. That's why I have to fucking beg you guys to pay me every goddamn thing because uh, it sucks to be me. But let's see. It's about... Mm, trying to find exactly when that first clip is. There's a couple of them. God damn it, Dusty, where is it? Is it right here, maybe? Let's just check. It's where the blind guy is talking about Jesus. Um, um do you want to come? Uh, you know what? I'll let you go ahead. Go, uh, go round table those teens. Mm. We'll catch up later? Yeah, sure. I should have time stamped it. But I think it's coming up here. So Jesus, Jesus said, hey, bro. Hey, bro, bring it in. You shouldn't need proof. You should just believe because I say so, because you have faith. People who have faith, those are my peeps, y'all. That's what Jesus said. <laughs> so they're making fun of Christianity, but I mean, they're just doing it right dead on the nose, right? You know, you don't have to have proof because I said so. Just believe, right? And then uh, this guy, his name is Keith Urban, which sounds like a country music singer. Um Goes up and he gives, I think it's about 11 minutes in or something, maybe. Goes up and bitches at this guy. Eh, maybe I'll skip that one because I can find that one. But the, the really cool one was at the end where this girl's giving her speech. And uh, we're only going to play a second of it. But some of the things she says in here, like, I, it's almost a verbatim, word for word, things I've said before. So I'm not saying that they plagiarized me, but they totally plagiarized me. So let's listen. Public appearance was right here on this very stage with Ezekiel and the rest of the family. a little bit ahead. You have no idea what you're really asking. You have no idea what I've been through. Every single word that I say up here, I'm reading from a script. I didn't write any of these words. I don't even know if I believe in them. I believe in God. I love God so much. But honestly, it's it's just how goddamn certain everyone is around here. Tickets start at what, 170 bucks so that these people can tell you how to get into heaven? How do they know? How does anybody know? When the Bible was written, life expectancy was 30 years old. I mean, I'm not so sure you're supposed to take it literally. It also says that it's a sin to eat shrimp. What, if you're gay or if you're Gandhi, you're going to hell? I mean, and if you have sex before marriage, that's, that's not immoral. That's human. What's immoral? is the guy who shoved his dick in my face. <laughs> Shit. 
Here's the truth. Anyone who tells you they know the answers is lying. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know, I'm supposed to be this hero, idol, symbol, whatever, but I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm just as scared and confused as the rest of you. I'm done pretending. And I'm done taking any more shit. Anyway, that's basically what I say over and over again. Like, everybody's just looking, desperately looking for somebody to tell them how to live their life and give them the answers. And nobody fucking knows, man. We're all just trying to figure this shit out, just like everybody else. And the people that say they know, they're lying to you. They're just trying to get over on you and use you because that's the way cons have always been. You know, faith has been used to con every person that has ever been conned since the beginning of mankind. You know, there's never been a single person who got conned that didn't get conned because they didn't have enough evidence to believe the things they were told, right? If you had enough evidence, you wouldn't have got conned. It's all based on faith. And so anyway, awesome show. Hopefully I didn't ruin it too much and hopefully they don't fucking destroy my channel because I played that little five minute clip from the show. But highly recommend it. It's on Amazon. And yes, I understand the irony of praising a show on Amazon, which is probably the largest corporation on earth, uh, with has an incredibly anti-capitalistic and anti-corporate message. So uh, not lost on me. But anyway, um, good show. Recommend that. Any of you guys seen that? What do you think about it? Uh, scroll up here. Now I really need to watch this. Yeah, yeah, great show, definitely. And uh, great casting. Like, every, everything about it's good. What I think so good about it, too, is that uh, Carl Urban. Yeah, sorry, I said Keith Urban. Carl Urban. Um, what's so good about the show is the bad guy, the main bad guy, is basically Superman. And so there's tension in every scene because everybody knows that he could kill them in a heartbeat. And nobody can do anything about it. You can't do anything to this guy. You can't beat him. You can't do anything. And so everybody's, like, terrified at all times. So there's... You know, the, that tension is always in the background of the scenes. And so it, yeah, it's really interesting. I think that it did a great job, like I said. So um, on the nose a bit, though. Yeah, on the nose. But, you know, you got to once you watch the whole thing, it, it kind of it's it spills it out brilliantly, in my opinion. Stars and Dusty. Woohoo! Thank you. Spoilers are OK for me. I never watch superheroes. I, like, I don't usually watch it either. Like, you're like, well, that's not true. I do watch it, but I just don't like it. I watch everything because I have OCD. And I want to know what everybody is thinking about and, and watching and, and what our corporate masters are showing everyone and teaching them. And just kind of, I, don't know. I just have to know. Um, yeah, spoilers. I already said it was spoilers. Fuck, dude. That's the fake Judge Dredd. Yeah, he's good in the show, though. I liked him. Carl Urban. You already said that. I already know. Carl Urban. God damn it. What he in Doom? That tall, handsome motherfucker. I hate guys like that. How am I going to compete with that motherfucker shit? I can't do it. Can't compete. Um, no spoilers. I'm going to watch it. All right. Well, just click off for just a second. Sorry. Just want to give a shout out to that show. Um, because God was bored and wanted to torture the creatures he created. Yeah, I know. God's a psychopath. Everybody's like, what if you're wrong? Well, it would be terrible. It would be terrible for me and for everybody if the Bible God is real, wouldn't it? I'm glad he's not. All right, let's do the Super Chats. Super Chats. Lifeblood of the show. I'm looking forward to the show, as always. Hey, thanks, Anne. Anne's a big supporter. She's always, like, the first one to Super Chat me before the show begins. So I really appreciate that. Rich Latta, who... Oh, shit. It's thunderstorming here real loud. You guys hear that? I just got caught out in the rain because uh, I drive this 20-year-old car. That's a convertible. Um, and the back window is missing now because, like, it was, like, 
soft top and taking it up and down like basically that back window ripped out of it so there's no back window anymore in my car because like i'm poor and horrible and so then when it rains i have to go out and i have to like put a tarp over my car so it was just like pouring fucking rain here just like a goddamn biblical flood all of a sudden so i had to run out and put the tarp on my car so i'm all fucking soaking wet right now but it's cool it's all good. At least I have a fucking car that takes me around, so I ain't gonna complain. All right, Rich Lotta says, Can someone support the trans community in nearly every way, yet still believe trans women should not compete with cis women in official sports? Or is that person automatically a transphobe? Well, when I'm answering questions like this, I like to replace the word trans with black and see how that sounds. Can someone support the black community in nearly every way, yet still believe black women should not compete with white women in official sports? Or is that a person automatically a transphobe? See, like... Black people dominate sports way more than trans women dominate women's sports. I mean, trans women don't dominate women's sports in any way. They are dominated by every measure whatsoever. There's not a single trans woman who has an overall world record in any sport. There's not a single trans woman who has a single Olympic medal. I don't think a trans woman has ever even competed in the Olympics. They are destroyed by cis women by every metric. So if you're spreading the fear that somehow trans women need to be banned from female sports because they're going to cause harm to those sports, then you're spreading unreasonable, irrational fear because that's not true. By every metric, that's not true. There's no evidence of that whatsoever. So yes, that would be transphobic by definition, in my opinion. But uh, I guess if you fucking kept it to yourself and didn't spread it, I guess possibly you could just be ignorant and not transphobic. But, you know, we're going to talk about a little, a little bit more about this later, but what people don't understand is sports is not just about a physical competition between two people. You know, sports was set up for much more than that. Sports were set up for camaraderie, you know. I don't like sports, but I understand why the Olympics is so important. The Olympics has done more for peace in our world than probably anything else has because it brought the world together to compete and, and gave us camaraderie and shit. That's like the whole point of it. It's not just uh, cold a cold, hard competition between two people based strictly on their physical prowess. That's, it's not what it's about. In fact, uh, physicality is only a small part of what makes people uh, champions, right? Uh, being a champion, it, it, it is a lot about your physical prowess, but also about your home life and the opportunities you have that led up to the moment of you competing. And there's lots of other things that give people the advantage that nothing to do with simple physical prowess. So c competition, like I said, it's about belonging and teamwork and camaraderie and being part of you know other people and what they're doing and you know making friends and all of that all of that goes into it so to try to eliminate trans women from that that eliminates them from such an important part of our, our, our social interactions with each other and it's cruel they're they're like the people that need it the most right they need that social interaction they need that normalization now they need that friendship and just to, oh, they have some benefit marriage. So we've got to fucking eliminate them from all that good stuff that could help their lives more than probably anything else. No, like, that's like, fuck you, dude. These are the people we need to be wrapping our arms around. And, you know, they're the most vulnerable of our society. Heroes stand up and they protect the most vulnerable, you know? That's what makes you heroic. And in my opinion, manly. That's always, that's always what I thought about like, heroic manliness was the ones that wanted to stand up for you know the people that need it the most. And I just don't get this. These people that are just evil, that want to do the opposite of that. They want to shit on the people that we should be taking care of the most. It's like kicking kittens, man. It just makes me mad anyway. I understand where you're coming from, Rich. I just disagree with you on that. So free thinking secularist, one dollar. Free thinking secularist, another dollar. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. The Supreme King, four ninety nine.
Do you think conservatives would ever stand a chance is religion was to disappear? Oh, no. I think conservatism, well, I say that, but maybe. A lot of conservatism is simply about the super rich keeping their money, and the rich have always been really good about using their money to keep their money, using their money to brainwash the wider populace into voting against their own best interests, and probably if they didn't have religion, they'd find some other reason to scare people with. They'd scare them with gays or trans people, or they would scare them with immigrants, or they'd find something to scare you with. So probably they would still survive without religion. Uh, good question. D. Blanche, thought and nine people that left ACA need to start a new organization. I think they, a lot of them went to uh, the Secular Alliance, or whatever it's called. Um, I think they messaged me. I may show that in a minute, but I think a lot of them did switch over to some kind of other Secular Alliance, so hopefully we can help that to spread. Uh, damning evidence. Kevin showed Dillahoney fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've watched any of Kevin Logan's uh, live streams where he talked to, first he talked to the three iconic women who basically were the lifeblood, I like that word, of uh, the atheist experience. And they gave their stories about how they were bullied and they were they felt like they had to resign because the ACA no longer matched their morals. And now these two new people that Kevin Logan interviewed and it's just like, it was like, it's like a, a mafia organization going in and intimidating everybody. And Matt basically just illegally, I say illegally, I don't mean like he broke the laws of the United States. I'm saying he, he broke the rules of the ACA that the ACA set up. And he basically, they elected him president like a god, basically, without being voted in. Anyway, we're going to go over that too a little bit later. We're going to slope it. we got a long show to do still. Oh, damn, we're already like 30 minutes into the show already. How the fuck is that even possible? Um, Riff Dude, one, two, three, gave me $20. You rock, Dusty. Hey, thanks, Riff Dude. I appreciate that. I uh, just thought you should know. Keep up the good work. Finally able to catch a live stream. Do you think religion needs to be eradicated in order for humans to move forward and progress? I do. Yeah. Like, and when I say it needs to be eradicated, I don't think it should be banned legally or anything. I just need, think it needs to be mocked into extinction. Just like we want to be done with uh, uh, homophobia, which it hasn't been mocked into extinction yet, but it has been mocked where far, far fewer people are willing to publicly be homophobic. And racism, which obviously has not been wiped out either, but far, far, far fewer people are willing to be publicly racist these days because it's been mocked into, you know, at least they have to go into hiding. So I think, you know, religion is the same way. Eventually it will be mocked into extinction and, you know, the sooner the better. Blanco, 420, gave me a dollar. Thank you, Blanco. D-Dog 2015 gave me $20. Thanks, D-Dog. Appreciate that. Really kind, man. Some, something that religion succeeds in, that atheism fails, as far as I see, is a sense of community insecurity. I know we have our online circles, but it's not the same level as religious. Yeah, that's a big part of it. I, I was reading an article uh, earlier about how a lot of these secular churches that were popular very briefly, they were all starting to suffer and shut down. Uh, a lot of people left like the religious church and they wanted somewhere else to have camaraderie and community. And so they started flooding these secular churches and then they basically just gave it up because, you know, it's boring to be honest with you. I've been to these secular meetings too, and it's too much like church. They have to find a different formula about it to keep people's interest and they're just not doing it. So, uh, but I think maybe one of the things that replace it in the future will be shows like this, you know, maybe podcasts where instead of people going to buildings and stuff for camaraderie, they can come here and get in the live chat and chat with each other and find people with similar interests and have good conversations and meet friends and stuff. And you never have to leave, you know, the privacy of your own home. So it's even better. And that's kind of like why people say, why don't you go out and do stand up comedy dusty? Cause that's like an outdated thing. In my opinion, I'm basically doing that from the privacy of our home for my bed, which is way better in my opinion. Right. Anyway, thank you for that. I appreciate that, D-Dog. 
you guys got to say in the regular chat. Never underestimate the power of delusion. True that. Religion won't try. Stop. Dusty's voice is soft-spoken or not. Yeah, we're doing the uh, casual show. If you guys have never experienced a casual show before, this is what the casual show is like. I do my NPR voice and I sit in my bed. I'm not, like usually, like when I'm doing a regular show, I sit in my uh, bed chair. Yes, I have a chair for my bed. It doesn't have any legs on it, but it like supports my back. And it's not very comfortable, but it's way comfortable than not having it when you're trying to sit in your bed. But now during the live show, I just lay back on my little pillow wedge and I'm comfortable and shit. And I speak in my NPR voice. So it's all good. It's very intimate. Um, religion is just the easiest way. Yeah, you know, it, it explains everything to people in the simplest manner possible. And it explains it brilliantly where you can understand the entire universe very simply. But the problem is it explains it wrong. Because life is, you know, much more nuanced than simple answers. And so you understand why people are attracted to it because they're dumb. Does Dusty have a Discord? Yes, I have a Discord. Um, actually, I'm going to be, I might be taking calls on Discord tonight. We'll see how this goes. We're at like 30 minutes of the show and I've only covered one subject so far. So it doesn't look like we're going to get to the Discord chat tonight. But uh, I tried to get somebody that was in the chat earlier who was basically saying that they're a trans man and they think that trans women should be barred from competing against cis women. And I was trying to get them to come on and live chat with me in Discord, but obviously they were totally cowards because I would fucking destroy them in every way a human being could be destroyed. So I don't blame you. You made the right choice, but uh, yeah, I'll fuck you up, dude. Um, anyway, I guess I'll continue on with the show. More Super Chats, please. Lifeblood of the show, Super Chats. Don't make me tell you in a more sexy fucking voice. So anyway, a lot of people over the last couple of days have sent me this clip from he he h3 h3 i guess you pronounce that he he and um to be honest with you i'm not real familiar with uh, he he i know that they're like one of the popular dirtbag left shows um the only real uh thing i know about them because i never watched that show is the video that three arrows put out where he basically featured um whatever this guy's name is is it dylan or something i don't know what the fuck his name is but anyway, uh, apparently they were on and they were spreading white supremacist propaganda about the Dresden bombing. And look, I know that these people are Jews. And so you're like, hey, how can Jews spread white supremacist propaganda? Well, the same way that Jesse Lee Peterson is black. But he goes around and tells people that the civil rights movement was bad for black people. You know, you can have certain very rare ignorant people that are racist, that are black. and But I don't think this guy was doing it on purpose, to be honest with you. I think he was just dumb, you know, ignorant. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. So he probably saw something about this uh, that was spread by some of his anti-SJW buddies who were also spreading white supremacist propaganda. He spread it, too, without looking into it. That would be my guess. But anyway, if you look into it, basically, uh, this video by Danny Rose is amazing. It's an amazing job of showing how he's completely full of shit and everything he's saying and what he's saying here is basically just you know right out of the white supremacist playbook and he should be ashamed i don't know if he ever apologized for this or anything but anyway this was basically my only uh knowledge of this guy and his show um i found out about this because when pewdiepie unfollowed everybody on twitter you might remember that i did a, I did a show on that we basically shit on pewdiepie because he was following all these uh right-wing shitheads and uh, a lot of people were pointing at people he was following, and this guy was one of the people he was following. And I mean, like, everybody was like, well, why do people have a problem with him following this guy? This guy's a lefty. And so people were pointing out, well, the reason was because uh, he spread this Dresden bullshit, and Rio did a great job of just basically, you know, busting him the fuck out for it. Um, so anyway, people sent me this clip of him. Um, I guess he had a show yesterday, and they were saying that what he's saying here is... Uh, is um, Welcome 
transphobic. Um, Fooper troopers. And, and look, here's the thing. Like, I'm not the arbiter of what is transphobic and what is not transphobic. Like, I know I speak out a lot about it a lot. So people keep sending me videos and stuff and they want me to keep commenting all the time. And I don't want to be like typecast as this guy that talks about trends things because i i obviously i support trans rights and I'm, I'm an ally and everything but i'm a cis white male dude it's like i'm not the best person in the world to be speaking out against trans rights all the time i'm just not I, I i'm i don't want people to think i'm speaking for them right so here instead of making a comment about all this bullshit about what he's saying about whether i think what he's saying is transphobic or not i'm just gonna play it and you guys can make your own decision if you want to i'm sure that lots of trans people watch this and i'll think what the fuck that was nothing he didn't say anything wrong. And I'm sure some people, trans people watch this to be like, fuck this guy forever. He's obviously a transphobe. And so whatever your opinion, you have the right to have your opinion. I'll just play it and you can uh, make up your own mind. So basically what he's talking about here is he's talking about uh, cis and uh, yeah, non-transgender people playing transgender roles and whatnot. And he used some ableist slurs. And he basically uh, compares cutting his dick off to being trans and stuff. And a lot of people had a problem with it. But let's see what you think. <laughs> their identity but her face is like transplanted on really badly and then it looks like they changed her nose i don't understand the whole argument of like a non-gay shouldn't play a gay character right they're acting well why don't okay. isn't that their job yes Hila. And if you're going to make a movie about cats, why are you going to cast human beings? Why not just exactly. have cats play? Why don't you just film a bunch of cats running around a fucking room? I would watch that. I would watch the shit out of that. Dude, epic. And call it Cats, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> no, I agree. It's insane. It's like... Um, it should be about Cats Deli, K-A-T-Z. <laughs> and a bunch of fat people cats. eating pastrami. <laughs> I'd star in that. Here's like... Just a comment before he really gets into the transphobic stuff. It really wasn't the transphobia that bothered me about this. It was how boring this show is. Like, why is this popular? I don't get it. Like, he maybe I, I know I don't have the experience. I said I don't watch the show, but maybe he's brilliant all the other times. But in the clips I watched of this, it, he's not very entertaining. He doesn't seem to have that good of a person. None of these people are entertaining to me. I don't really get it to be honest with you. But I know I'm biased and jealous and all that. Um. Uh, Scarlett Johansson got in a lot of heat. First of all, she was going to play a trans character, and then people are like, "Well, you're not, you have to let a trans person play it." Then it's a documentary, isn't it? Like, well, it's if not you actually want, about. I mean, if you really want that level of realism, watch a documentary. Well, they're right. acting. I don't understand what's the problem. Also, I think part of the if the if act you're acting a, a mob or a serial killer, do you have to have experience killing people? Apparently so, yeah. You're like, bro, how many people have you actually killed and raped? Because I'm, you have, we have to go to prison again. But I think part of the actor's experience is, you know, that level of empathy of being able to transport their identity into a body that's not their own. Mm -hmm. So they say Scarlett Johansson can't play a trans person because she's not trans, or a trans person has to play a trans person to give them the opportunity. I mean, we're, we're we want the best person for the job, right? Are they upset that a trans person couldn't get a job? Yes. Yeah, that's the root of it. Mm -hmm. They think that, oh, if you're going to cast a trans person, there's already not trans people in movies, so why are you hiring a non-trans person? 
Right. They say when they there's a lot a of trans actors out there that are hungry for work, and it's like, why not? You might say that they're around. looking for a transaction. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. People yeah. got really mad at okay. Scarlett for it. I, I don't understand why they're not just mad at like the casting director in the I studio. Agree. You know the, I agree. Or the writers. Or yeah, giving the, her shit. Like be mad at the production, not not the actor. Right. But, but even still. Mm-hmm. She did drop out, by the way. Well, yeah, because everyone, like, because who wants to deal with that yeah, shit? Right. But even still, okay. Well, okay, what do you think about this, Hila, as a thought experiment? Your cat, a white dude is cast. I don't know if this is the same, but you're cast out of your race, and then they make you look like that race. You mean blackface, or or or, or the opposite, like a black dude? Yeah, let's say. Uh, right, let me just stop this for a second to apologize for how boring these people are. I'm only playing this because a lot of people sent me this clip. There's about another two minutes of this. I'm really sorry. It's not my fault, but these people are way more popular than I am, so there must be something people like about this shit. And everybody in the chat is telling me they're not uh, lefties, they're not dirtbag left, so sorry. Like I said, I don't watch the show. Everybody's saying they're radical centrist, so okay. I I believe you guys because you know more about this than I do, so thank you for the information. Well, we, well, okay, is that the same? Go ahead, Hila. Go. (laughs) Are you asking if a white person can play a black person? Yes. I don't know. I mean, it's a sensitive topic here, so I don't know. Back in the day, right. they used to do it. Yeah. Like Shakespearean times, they used to also play women. So it was trans the new thing. If you're going to get trans, play trans. Did the words Maybe. that come out of my mouth make sense? Well, okay. yeah. yeah. What do you think? I don't know. It is interesting to okay. think about it in that okay. context. Maybe. And yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, the white person playing a black one obviously is a very loaded thing because of the history of blackface and everything but then but maybe it is the same way that what about men playing women because that used to be the norm right yeah but in I those days women couldn't silly. act that's why they used men they didn't let women act right but so is trans the same because if you if you change your gender like are we saying so again this kind of backfires on them in a sense because these I think a lot of these people think that gender is something that is fluid and and uh, a social construct. So mm-hmm. if if I, you know, uh, for, look, I'm just going to say this because it's an easy way to describe it. And I think it's funny. Cut off my dick. People get offended when I say that because they say, just because you cut off your dick doesn't mean you're not a male anymore. Right. Okay, stop. I'm just, I cut my dick off and I call myself a woman. I cut it off and identify I- now as a woman. First of all, let's start by saying this conversation was not planned. So we have no idea what we're talking about. We did not plan to talk about it. So if I we sound my stupid, dick it's off. probably because we are stupid about I, the I subject. I tuck my dick. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Okay, now I'm going to wrap a rubber band around my dick and balls, and I'm going to tuck it behind my ass, and I'm going to keep it on there until it falls off, rots off. <laughs> then I'm trans. Okay, no, but okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Then when I'm trans, I'll go and play a trans well, okay, so actually I'm not. I'm just me. But the point is that me without a dick still looks like me. And apparently the gender is a identity within yourself and has nothing to do with your genitals. So do you see what I'm saying? This is more of a psychological what, thing than a physical thing. But, I mean, I see what you're saying, but I, I feel like that's not the best example because people that actually, you know, have a sex change, they do a lot more than just remove their penis they i'm like i'm sorry this is so boring folks like this is a podcast that's way more popular than mine it's one of the most popular podcasts in the world 
It's not my fault they're so boring. Why is this so fucking popular? I don't know. But he's about to say some ableist slurs, and I'm just trying to let him get into it. I, I do apologize for how bad this is. It's almost over, I promise. Take hormones. and I'm over you know. sim- I am oversimplifying for the sake mm-hmm. of brevity and humor. And really, yeah, and I think, it, you know, it all just comes down to, you know, equal opportunity more so than it, I think, being inherently wrong for an actor to play something other than themselves. But I, that gets lost in it. So where do we draw the line on this? What do you think, Dan? I know what Dan thinks. Well, with the, I mean... It, I, Scarlett said, you know, essentially what you were saying is that... Okay, I'm, I think someone stop it. I'm sorry. He's about to say the, the R word, the re word, to make fun of people with Down syndrome, and he's about to make some bad arguments there. But he, this is so fucking boring, I can't even let him get into that. So this got seen 810,000 times, folks. This podcast you're watching right now will be seen less than 10,000. So these people are 80 times more popular than I am. How is this fucking possible? How is this boring shit so popular? It's a fucking amazing. I don't know. So what do you guys think? Uh, transphobic or not transphobic? What do we think about this dipshit? This boring fucking dipshit, in my opinion. The girl seems to have a slightly more... She's not more entertaining, but she seems to be more intelligent. Um, so anyway, yeah, it is so boring. It's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm turning it off. I'm sorry. Like, I, the only reason I shared that boring shit is because so many people sent that to me. I don't want to, like act like I'm avoiding what you guys are sending me and stuff, but holy shit, these people are dull. Anyway, I'm sorry on behalf of their boring ass. So let's talk about something a little bit more exciting. Um, Kevin Logan had two more people from the ACA on his show. Kevin Logan, who clearly watches my show, you can definitely tell when you watch his show, but I watch his show too, so I guess turnabout is fair play. So he invited a John Icoaletti. I, I don't know how you pronounce this guy's name. Even though he, they say it repeatedly, I'm really bad at pronouncing. I'm like, I was going to say an ableist slur. That's terrible. Stupid, Dusty. Uh, saying stupid is not ableist, is it? Is it okay to say you're stupid? Or is that also ableist? I'm learning. Anyway, um, and Chelsea Rodriguez, who was on the board and was one of the board members who, um, she wasn't actually um, running again. She was a board member when all this happened, and she was basically resigning anyway for other reasons. But she basically told her experience about what happened. And uh, man, you guys uh, thought you were pissed about this fucking situation before. So you guys need to go watch this for yourself. Obviously, it's the whole thing is an hour and 35 minutes long, and I can't tell you everything that they were saying. But I'm going to break it down for you. So basically, they go into the whole rationality rules things. And this Chelsea girl, Chelsea girl, is the one that wrote the original press release or whatever you want to call it, where they basically, uh, it was the very, very mild release where they said that they distanced themselves from rationality rules, transphobic videos, and uh, are sorry that they didn't do a better job before they had him on. It's so fucking reasonable. Anyway, she's the one that wrote this. And um, she basically talked about how she did her research. She knew that it was multiple videos that he made. That's why she wrote on purpose multiple videos and even though matt delaney lied repeatedly and bullied people by saying it wasn't multiple videos and unlike him she actually did the research and knew what she was talking about but um she went into so many harrowing things throughout this whole video but the one that really got to me was when they were talking about how after the whole first uh press release blew up and matt delaney and all of and so many people that were in the aca were so pissed off that they dare question or even mildly rebuke rationality rules at all so they basically wanted to force the board into 
making a retraction and apologizing to Stephen Woodford. So what they're supposed to do is before they have any like uh, new topics for debate on the board, they're supposed to get them noticed. I think it's like 15 days notice or something, but they didn't do that. Basically what happened was they showed up to this meeting, the board members, and they said that there's, it's very, very rare that anybody is there except for board members because nobody gives a shit about that stuff. Um, occasionally maybe one or two other people show up, but for the most part, it's just board members only, but they showed up to this board uh, meeting and apparently tons of people fucking showed up to this and they were very, very angry at them for putting out this release that mildly criticized Stephen Woodford. And so she, she, she describes where she sat down and they put in front of them, uh, this resolution where they were going to, um, rescind the, press release that she wrote and instead issue an apology to fucking Stephen Woodford for being a transphobic dickhead, of course. Um, and she was like, just basically shocked. She was put on the spot and she said that the room was kind of smallish and she wasn't used to having people around. And, and she said that there was these two large white men who were basically sitting so close to her that she could feel them breathing on her neck and whispering behind her. And she said she felt so fucking intimidated. And she said she's like a meek, she's a meek person and she's shy. And like she wished that she could have spoke up because she did not want to vote to rescind the thing that she wrote. She did not want to vote that way, but she felt like she was pressured and she was frightened. She was literally frightened by the situation. And so she had to vote against her morals. And she said on the way home, she had to drive two hours back to her house. And she said she cried the whole way. Because she felt so ashamed that she was too afraid to vote the way she wanted to uh, vote. And of course, who also showed up at that meeting to make that all happen? Matt Dillahoney. And Matt Dillahoney wasn't on the board at this time. Matt Dillahoney wasn't even a fucking board member. But he showed up to make sure that he took over the fucking board. Basically what happened was, is the, uh, the president of the board resigned. And then the board members who were left, the ones that didn't resign yet, they elected Matt Dillahoney president of the ACA. And so basically during the next board meeting, when they had a, when they were doing the board elections, they basically just told everybody that Matt Dillahoney was the president and he was never voted in by the people of the ACA. Now maybe eventually they'll vote him in the correct way. Um, but they haven't done that yet. Apparently they just basically, they, they declared Matt Dillahoney, the king of the ACA. And so they also talked about how they're both uh, banned from the ACA forums and how the ACA forums are basically going through and they're literally banning the former administrators who resigned. They're like proactively banning them, even though they didn't say anything wrong or they didn't do anything wrong. They're banning them just in case they come back and try to tell their experiences on the ACA forum. So that's exactly what the fuck's happening here. They, Matt Dillahoney is just like fucks, dude. Like some kind of weird mafia leader just taking over and getting rid of all of the old people, all of his old friends who dare call out his buddy Stephen Woodford, banning them from the forums to make sure they can't tell their stories, just acting like the biggest dickheads in the world. And uh, these people are saying, yeah, they're trying to silence us. You know, it, both these people also said that Matt Dillahoney went public and was basically trying to act like all these people left because it was just like normal attrition. It had really nothing to do with the rationality rules uh, situation, but everybody's gone public and these two. When they specifically said the reason we're going public is because we want everybody to know that Matt Dillahoney is lying. The reason we resigned was specifically because of what they're doing here was because transphobes have taken over and Matt Dillahoney has bullied and lied and allowed this to happen as he became King Matt of the ACA. And I said, go watch for yourself, folks. You don't have to believe me. So, like, 
it's saddening that more people are not talking about this situation. More people need to be calling this situation out. This is a huge, huge thing. But uh, I don't know. For some reason, uh, Christianity and atheism are not the cool subjects anymore. So nobody's talking about it. It's really weird and sad. But I'm, I'm talking about it. I'll keep calling it out. And uh, hopefully other people will eventually you know, wake up and recognize what the fuck's going on. What you guys have to say. Uh, Ramsey the Great. Dusty is literally taking this take from Kevin Logan's stream. Yep, I'm just telling you exactly what they said. These are people that were actually there. Like the one guy, uh, the one guy, Ike Oletti, had been in the ACA for 20 years. So he'd been there way longer than Matt, right? And uh, the other one had been there for a long time, too. So these are people that literally built the a ACA. And they're talking about how heartbroken they are because the thing that they built was destroyed by Matt Dillahunty and Rationality Out the Rules and the transphobe that took over. So, yeah, I don't know. Matt hasn't been canceled. No, Matt's being rewarded. Matt's more popular than ever. Matt's going to make more money than he's ever made. Matt has his cool, new, real popular buddies. And uh, you think he's hating on it? Nah, he, he likes where he's at. Um Mm, all right. Is there any documentation about what Matt has said or written about trans people? I mean, if you cared about this enough, you would already know the answer to this question. You would have already watched my videos and you would have already watched Kevin Logan stuff. There are plenty of information about what Matt did to uh, back up the transphobes that took over the ACA. Yes. And Matt absolutely lied about rationality rules in his video, and the, which was incredibly transphobic. And even the his apology videos and try to be transphobic and Madison, nothing but take up for his buddies and shit. So yes, Matt pays lip service to being a trans ally while backing up and having his transphobic buddies back and allowing transphobes to take over the ACA. So that's what's happening. I mean, I did cite my source. You got people who were specifically uh, there for 20 years, went on Kevin Logan's show and told you what exactly was going on, you know, on two different shows. And uh, also, like I've done videos where I showed Matt's videos before. I played exactly what Matt said, and I've showed you how Matt was lying. So, like, you know, if you want to go watch it, you can. And if you're too lazy and intellectually lazy to educate yourself, which you probably are, then there's nothing I can do about that, right? I, I can't help it if you guys won't educate yourself on this stuff. That's not my fault. I've definitely done incredibly in-depth videos where I've shown not just my sources, but the video themselves of what these people are saying. And you guys are just dumbasses. What can you say? You don't watch. You don't care because it's just three hours long. I can't do that, dirty. Explain it to me in five seconds. Explain this incredibly fucking intri intricate, nuanced shit that happened over years in five seconds to me. And if you don't do that, then I can't. I can't learn. Okay, well, that's the reason you're chuds. You know. Um, let's see what else we have on here. All right. Oh, well, let me go ahead and read the super chats. I guess. Super chats. Light blood of the show. Super chats. Don't you want to hear me read your message in my nice ASMR voice? Um, you rock, Dusty. Did I already read that one? Yeah, I already read that one. Thank you, Riff Dude. One, two, three. Appreciate that. Um, Blanco, $421. Thank you, D Dog. I think I read that one too. Go full, $5. Uh, thanks, Dusty, for the hours of entertainment. What is your favorite of all time movie, game, book, album? Oh, my. Um, movie Pulp Fiction, I guess that's the safe answer. Game, um, Borderlands, the Borderlands series, book, um, probably The Selfish Gene by Richard Dawkins, album, oh, that's a tough one, um, Nirvana, Nevermind, maybe? Probably Nirvana, Nevermind, although I think the greatest rock rival of all time is still Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction, so...
Um, HS Ross, $10. Online community is great, but for in-person community, progressive activism is awesome. So many great causes, climate justice, veganism, left electoral politics, criminal justice reform, and many others. I agree. Uh, there's lots of like great meetup groups where you can go meet people in real life and... Uh, like meetup.com is one of those places. When I was like newly single in Denver and didn't know anybody moved there, I, I used those meetup places to go meet people. So yeah, if you want like in-person community, there's lots of options for that. Highly recommend it. Decoy sheet, $5. You stopped that travesty. Thank you. Um, oh yeah, you're talking about the, the, the he video. Yeah, man, why are they so popular? I don't get it. Like literally that one video I just showed you, they'll make more money on that one video than I'll make in years of doing the show. And that's, it's kind of heartbreaking to me. Like, I know that's just jealousy on my part. And I, like the worst thing you can do if you want to be happy is compare yourself to other people. And I know that. But then, I, but I can't help but to watch these shows and to see how boring they are and to know that, like, I've watched my show back and say what you want to about me. But when I do a show, I do it pretty good. It's not usually boring. It moves pretty fucking fast. And I have lots of different topics and i don't i don't get it but you know that i'm biased i'm biased and jealous and so you know what can you do uh deep dog 2015 pulp fiction is a disney movie did, did they buy pulp fiction i'm not surprised they'll have it with the gimp being a disney princess someday and i will watch it because that will be awesome but you guys gotta have sam here um why do all the little kids hate on nirvana i don't know nirvana was great man back in the fucking day they were the king of kings of grunge i wore that cd out um, without TJ and Paul, I don't watch the peasants. Nope. I don't really watch the peasants either. I know that uh, apparently they Ben put out some kind of release when I put up that video where I was making fun of them for uh, debating me three-on-one about Trump, where I just destroyed them. It was funny. And then Ben put out some kind of release that said, Dusty's just trying to get attention and doing this for money. The same thing they always say. It's just ridiculous. Like, how much money have I lost? Like, the funny thing is Ben is literally the one who told me that they were making $5,000 each a week and that I should go on tour with them and, and make all the money. And Ben was actually discussing with me, like, out loud, thinking about what they were going to talk about once the anti-SJW uh, trend wore off. Like, they were literally talking about it as though it was just something they were talking about because they were making tons of money. So, like, if I was doing this for the money, wouldn't I have just joined you guys and went on tour and jumped on the anti-SJW bandwagon and made thousands of dollars a week instead of, you know, making nothing now? <laughs> I don't know. doesn't seem like a very good excuse to me. It seems like your guys' narrative is sort of broken, but I understand that's what you have to say. I think, what else are you going to say, right? That's all you got. I destroyed you guys, and you can't admit you're wrong because your ego won't let you do that, so you got to say some other stupid shit. Cool, 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 I guess. Um, I'm listening to Jane's Addiction. Cool. The Prodigy. Didn't that guy die recently? I'm a firestarter. Twisted firestarter. Yeah. Um, thoughts on the questions for SJWs from White Men Vid. Um, obviously, I wish I would not have been a part of it. I'm embarrassed to be in the same video with all those people. I did not understand what that video was going to be when I was asked to be a part of it. And uh, I definitely, of course, now would have answered completely differently than I did back then. I was just being dumb and stupid and edgy. Cringe, suboptimal, but, you know, it's all good. You live and learn. All you can do is try to own up to your fuck-ups and then use them to make yourself better. I'm going to try to do that, so it's cool. Um, no, my favorite band is Rush. I know a little bit about Rush. I know some Tom Sawyer. Tool's not bad. 
Um, I am just a worthless liar. I am just an imbecile. I will only complicate you. Trust in me and fall as well. I will find a center in you. I will chew it up and leave. Um, let's see. I like Chapo Trap House too. Never seen Chapo Trap House. I know kind of what it's about a little bit, but never done anything that interests me, so I didn't really pay attention to it. Anyway. Damn, we're already like an hour into this show. Let's continue. More super chats, please. I need more super chats because uh, losing money and everything. Losing the show real fast. So anyway, next up, we're gonna talk about um, Boogie. You guys know who Boogie is? Boogie is a, uh, I guess he's a popular gaming streamer for some reason, and uh, he's like a radical centrist who's kind of uh, <sighs> pathetic. I hate to say that because we're about to talk about how he's threatening to commit suicide but damn this dude has no spine in his body and he's so afraid of saying anything that anybody will hate him for that it makes everybody hate him so it's counterproductive so instead of just taking a like strong position about anything where at least some people would agree with him everybody you know hates on him all the time because he's such a weakling and anyway um the mask slipped a little bit in a stream he did not long ago, and he said something racist that you can almost see on his face that he knows what he's saying is racist, so he basically tries to just play it off and keep going, but oh, cringe as fuck. Let's have a look. Yo, for you I'm a black person. Sprocket, I'm glad to hear you're still black. And thanks for two months of support, man. That's a lot of money, I guess, for a person of color, or is it not? I don't know. But I have a gun that's also a USB drive. Mm-hmm. So. Let's watch that again. The guy gave him $3. This black guy gave him $3. Yo, for you I'm too. a black person. Sparkle, I'm glad to hear you're still black. And thanks for two months of support, man. That's a lot of money, I guess, for a person of color, or is it not? I don't know. But I have a gun that's also a USB drive. <laughs> so. Black people be poor, yo! Now, I know he's joking, but, oh, God, Boogie Anyway, um, so, apparently, um, he is real, real insecure about being Boogie. It ain't going fucking well for Boogie, even though he's rich and he's famous and he's making a lot of fucking money just for sitting on his computer talking, he's still a fucking sad sack who ain't happy. So, apparently, he found some girl on Reddit or something who didn't like him and he started sending her a bunch of, uh private messages where he threatened to commit suicide because she didn't like him and so he claims that on his birthday he's going to give his fortune away to several charities and then disappear for a couple years and then swallow a bullet and kill himself on my birthday i'm dedicating my fortune to several charities what's left of it anyway i'm gonna do a huge charity event and match it dollar for dollar till i'm broke then when i am broke i'm gonna wait a couple years so everyone forgets about me and then you know I can't do it when it will still hurt my fans. That's why I'm still here. But once Reddit has fully convinced everyone I want to hurt kids or whatever, then I can go. Because once I'm broke, I won't be able to support myself. So he's going on about my he's going to kill himself. And uh, anyway, like, boogie, dude. Like, I know. And apparently several people have said that this is the way he behaves. He tries to manipulate people by threatening suicide because they criticize him and He's been doing this for a long time, and dude, like, seriously, what the fuck? I mean, it's just the internet. Like, for one, why are you seeking out people that are shitting on you? I never fucking Google myself, dude. You know how many people have shit on me? 
I get shit on constantly everywhere across the internet all day long. I don't seek that shit out. Why would I do that to myself, dude? Just relax. Just relax. It's fine. It's just strangers on the internet. Okay? You're cool, man. Don't worry about it. And, like, if you're so worried about everybody hating on you, maybe just, like, grow a spine or something. That's what I think. But anyway, don't kill yourself, Boogie. But at the same time, quit threatening to kill yourself, Boogie. It's a bad look, in my opinion. And also, don't, like, say any more racist stuff, please. That's suboptimal, in my opinion. So anyway, what do you guys have to think about Boogie? Do we like Boogie, or is he worthless? And uh, what do we guys think about the ASMR NPR voice that I use for this program? Like, are you guys enjoying this? I hope so. Um, he's a big lump of lard. I don't want to make fun of his weight, because, you know, there's plenty of bad things about Boogie that are not physical. So... I just assume Dusty listened to the uh, CTH with how much he says Judd. No. No, I don't. Oh, my goodness. Oof. LOL, so awkward. Yes, that was very, very awkward. Or not. I don't know. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. I know. Terrible, right? Cringe. Absolutely. Suboptimal. I need to get my suboptimal shirts out for too long. Who's going to buy a suboptimal shirt than me? Between Ethan, Boogie, and PewDiePie, these centrists just don't know anything about politics. If they learned anything about economics or politics, I'd be interested to see what happens. I mean, is, is that why they're so popular? Is it because they're centrist and, like, they can, like, feed off both sides or whatever? Like, I just, I don't know. Like, it gets frustrating all the while to see all these people that I don't really consider talented to be so popular. And I watch, and I'm, I'm trying to get it. And I'm trying to be like, okay, well, obviously you're just jealous, Dusty. Obviously that you're just biased but i just i don't think i am i just think that's bad anyway boogie's wife left it for another guy well i'm sorry to hear that that's bad um i guess he chose poorly like i used to be real superficial and like looks was the primary thing i picked women on and then i realized oh god you're just sitting you're setting yourself up for future heartbreak when you do that but one thing like when you have a girl that's like a 10 like a fucking outright 10 Every time she leaves the house, there's nothing but other guys continuously fucking hitting on her all the goddamn time. And so, like, even if you have the most loyal girl in the world, it's hard. It's hard. You have hot guys hitting on you every fucking time you leave the house. And uh, and also, loyalty, you learn, is like the most important thing. You know, you want to find somebody that's incredibly fucking loyal, way more important than superficiality. Because then you don't have to really worry about it that much. You know, because, you know, your girl's going to be down for you no matter what. And if somebody does take your girl from you, then they've done you a favor. Because they, you know, proved to you that they weren't worthy of you. So, that's the kind of way I look at it. Uh, you guys, body shaming are actually disgusting. Yeah, I'm not into the body shaming at all. Like, I'm definitely not in the best shape of my life anymore. I've gotten kind of chubby over the last couple of weeks. Really kind of let myself go because I've been really enjoying my life and stuff. So, who knows? I could get really fat again. So, I'm not really into the body shaming. No need to shame Boogie for his weight. Stick to his boringness. Yep. Totally agree on all that. Um, Dusty, your voice is so smooth. I love it. I love you, Inred. Yeah, my smooth voice. I like an above optimal shirt. Yeah, me too, right? Time to roll a duber. Oh, yeah. Smoke them if you got them. I'm going to smoke my glass dick a little bit. Yubby. Delicious.
Boogie is messed on the inside. Oh, yeah. I think Boogie just has low self-esteem and he just wants everybody to really fucking love him. But it's like, <coughs> excuse me. A lot of times, it, that's like kind of getting women. It's like the more you want to get women, the less you can get women. It's like the thirstier you are, the harder it is to get a drink. And I think God, it's kind of that same way the Boogie. It's like he wants to be loved so bad it just pushes people away. You just kind of have to worry about that so much sometimes. I love you, Kelly Miller. Dusty, you're sexy. You're sexy in red. Um, all right, let's see what else we got going on on the Super Chats. I'm a new viewer, and I really like the content. However, uh-oh, here comes the butt. It is difficult to hear the feminine gendered insults. I know you're open to feedback, so I hope it doesn't infringe too much. Which feminine gender insults do I give often? I try to be pretty good about that. I did say the word cunt on the last show, and then I apologized to it. But I said it about somebody who was kind of being one a little bit. So, And I use a lot of like male gendered insults, too. And... But I understand what you're saying, and I am. You're right. I am definitely open to be better about all that. And so if you guys have criticism, or if I do some stuff that you think is like I, I should be better about, absolutely. You know, point it out to me, and I'll take it into consideration, and I will try to be better. You know what I need to do is I need to, like, read a bunch of you guys' criticism, and I need to do some acid, and I just need to, like, contemplate it on it real bad because, you know, that's a good way to change yourself. Anyway, I love Green Day. I got one shirt for every day. My sister loved fucking Green Day. That was her favorite fucking band for a long time. And then it was the Smashing Pumpkins. I took her to two Smashing Pumpkins concerts. Um, love your show. Great to put on in the background plus draw. Hell yeah. Thank you, Annalise. A lot of people like play my show in the background when they play video games. Because I kind of try to like to do my show. If you ever play Fallout and you ever like watch some of the radio programs. There's one in particular. It's the, the kind of nerdy, young-sounding guy who does his show, um, and he kind of sounds insecure and unsure of himself. But anyway, I kind of try to put on a show sometimes that's similar to that, so it's good to play on the background. I'm playing video games and stuff. So my uh, podcasts are available on SoundCloud and on Spotify and on iTunes. So if you just want to listen to the background, you have plenty of options to do that. And I think I'm a couple episodes behind on those platforms, so I'm going to work on getting that updated. But there's still plenty of content to watch for those of you who haven't caught up already. So be sure to do that. More Super Chats, please. I need more Super Chats. I walk alone. I walk alone. Drug-assisted wokeness. Hells yeah. Fucking psychedelics are awesome, in my opinion. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, religion is a Ponzi scheme. Absolutely it is. Only 58 bears should be way more. What, there's only 58 viewers on the show right now? Really? Are you serious? Um... No, there's eh, maybe there is. Peak concurrent two hundred and three. Holy shit. There aren't any there's nobody watching this show right now. Wow, that's sad, isn't it? Hmm. Fuck me. Okay. Well what you gonna do, folks? No one tuned into the show tonight. Ah, that's pretty fucking depressing, isn't it? <laughs> ah, makes me not even want to do the show anymore because nobody's watching. Oh well, I guess I'll just keep going anyway. <sighs> that's depressing. Oh, well. Anyway, um, what else? I have a lot of stuff I want to talk about, but I'm kind of bummed now that no one's watching the show. So maybe we'll just cut it short tonight and uh, I'll try again next time. Maybe some more people will show up to the fucking show next time. I don't know, folks. Like 60 people watching the show, that's like nothing. That's silly. It's like, uh, I don't get it. So. 
Oh, it's 367 for youth. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe it's more people than I think. Maybe I'm getting depressed for nothing. I'm trying to stay positive about it all, but when I see like stuff like he he get like 800,000 views on that boring shit, I'm just like, what's the point in all this, dude? Anyway. <laughs> Oh, Dusty's so sad right now. All right, snap out of it, Dusty. Quit being weak. I was going to say quit being a pussy, but that's a gendered slur, and I can't say that. And I can't say quit being a little bitch, because that's also a gendered slur that I shouldn't say. So, okay. Snap out of it, Dusty. Smoke weed. All right. Why are you feeling so sorry for yourself, Dusty? That's so stupid, too. Like, who gives a shit if he's watching the show? Like, if I'm having fun and doing the show, is it about the numbers, Dusty? Is that what it's about, or is it about putting out a positive message? What is this about to you? Like, fuck, I'm so disappointed in Dusty right now. Dusty sucks. So anyway, I'm sorry, folks. That was bad. You you got to watch me be depressed right there live on fucking stream for a second. You got to watch me feel sorry for myself. And that's not who I am. I don't know. I somebody sits around and fucking so sorry for myself. So fuck that shit. We're going to soldier forth on. And I would say man up, Dusty. But once again, holy shit. It's like I suddenly realize how much of a male-dominated society I was raised in and all my fucking insults are gendered and shit because the patriarchy has put forth this idea that manliness is about bravery and strength and femininity is about the opposite of that. and Woke. I'm getting more and more woke each day. People say that like it's a bad thing. They make fun of woke people, but I don't even consider it a bad thing. I'm like trying to better myself by understanding what's really going on in society and then use that information to make myself better. You know, that's how's that, how could that be bad, in my opinion? So anyway. <sighs> okay. Next up, a man at a Trump rally yells to uh, African Americans to go back to Africa. Because, you know, they're not racist. Get yourself an African American! Go back to Africa! (laughs) If you're an African first, go back to Africa! If you're an African first, go back to Africa! Go back to Europe! Black lives don't matter to other city blacks! Go back to Europe! That's a very good response, motherfucker. Uh, You don't look like you're Native American to me. But, you know, that's just... Trump has been spreading racism, and they can say, all you want to do is not racist, what he said, but it is racist. And all these people going out to these conservatives who are spreading this, uh, claiming it's a hoax that conservatives are telling people to go back to where they came from. Nope, it's not. Like I showed on the last show, I'm not even looking for this stuff. But you can find tons of examples of this being caught on video recently because they're following Trump's lead. This racist bullshit to tell other Americans to go back to fucking where they came from. They came from America, motherfuckers, just like you did. They were born here just like you were. They have just as much right, maybe more, to be here than you do. So, uh, they're just racist pieces of shit. It's really depressing, but here's kind of a cool video. Um, I don't have a very big video segment for you guys because I hadn't seen too much that was cool, but these motherfuckers are mugging this guy. They're Got him on the ground, they're choking him, they're kicking him, they're beating him the fuck up. And then, out of fucking nowhere, like a house of pain, this fucking runaway freight train, I guess a friend of him, his, comes in to stop this shit, like a goddamn superhero, so watch this shit. Wait for it. Beating up his friend, robbing him. These two goons are sitting around just watching while this happens, while I try to take his shit from him, and then, BOOM! Yeah, you motherfuckers fucked up, didn't you? 
Oh, shit, I don't know if that's his brother or what, but he ain't goddamn having it. I will kill all you motherfuckers. Oh, come on, you want some? Get your ass up. You better fucking run. You better fight these cowards run away, of course. They're real fucking tough, the real one. They're fucking with this guy. But anybody, like this one guy comes and they all just, this guy not even big or anything. But that's, that's fucking chicken shit cowards and bullies for you. As soon as you stand up to them, they don't fucking want none of it. You go, dude. Love to see that shit. And, uh, I'm going to skip over to the uh, the Reddit stuff. Because um, there's some more, uh, since I was kind of depressed a little bit just now, there's some wholesome stuff on the Reddit that I will show you. But before, well, this is actually kind of a good story. Um, a, a former pastor that wrote a best-selling book, he sold over a million copies of this book about uh, purity and virginity. He was like one of the big pastors that was leading the, the, the purity movement. Um, and he's come out and said he's no longer a Christian now. He's apologizing for being uh, anti-LGBTQ, and uh, he's basically resigned from the church, and, and uh, he's pulling his book about purity and abstinence from the shelves, and he's like doing a mea culpa. He's like, I fucked up, and I no longer believe that, and I'm sorry. And so like, you don't see that very much anymore these days, or you don't see that period these days uh, where preachers who are con men and made lots of money off their cons and griffs are owning up to it and admitting it and trying to do the right thing. So, you know, kudos to you, Joshua Harris. Even though, who knows, he may be a giant piece of shit in real life. I have no idea. But this seemed to be a good story, so I thought I would share that with you. And uh, here are some good wholesomeness for you guys. The look on this dog's face who just got adopted. Look at this shit, man. That shit make you want to cry. He's instantly in love. You know, they just want to be, they just want to find a forever home. Somebody love him. All right. Can't watch that too much. All right. <clears throat> what you guys got to see in the chat right quick? I need a break for a second. Uh, Super Chats, H.S. Ross, 353.6, the viewers seem up from many past shows. Usually it's about 500 average, I think, but it's fine, it's fine. I just gotta, I gotta get over that, dude. I gotta get, it's not a numbers, I almost never look at the numbers. It's just sometimes I think about it and it gets to me and I just gotta get over that shit. Uh, the point is, Dusty One is that we love you. Okay, I appreciate it. I'm sorry, like, I'm really sorry, I apologize. Um, Thank you, Jen. But there are 365 people watching the show. Okay. I appreciate the uh, the info. It's not telling me the truth here, clearly. I guess it will update later. It's telling me that the most I've had through this whole thing is 203, which is not very good. But anyway. Not that it matters. That's stupid. Um, love your show. Great to put on the... Be- I already read that one. Uh, here's my money. Don't be depressed. Okay. Thank you, Asher Scott. I will try not to be depressed. It's a bad look for me. I hate that, though. Because I'm not... I'm not a depressed person. Like, I'm always happy. Except when I, like, watch dog videos and shit. But, um, more dogs, please. All right. I got to try not to cry, though. Because it makes me want to cry. So I got I to gotta fucking... I want to say all the fucking gendered words. I want to say I want to butch up. I want to man up. I want to be not be a pussy. I want to say all that. But that's... <laughs> I understand. I, that's, it's not cool to say that. So I, I, I need to be less emotional but even that maybe it's not a big deal that i'm emotional maybe i just gotta get over like thinking it's a bad thing i don't know um so anyway uh they had this new uh virtual reality water slide that's pretty cool if you guys have seen this but uh definitely want to go check this shit out they put this headset on you and they like slide you down the virtual reality uh water slide and so while you're actually going down the water slide you're like in this tube and hell and have all this shit flying around you and stuff so that's pretty cool Uh, i guess they've waterproofed these things hopefully 
because if they haven't, they're going to go through a lot of product really fast. Um, but here's the thing about virtual reality. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Like, unless you're really into virtual reality porn, I wouldn't worry about virtual reality yet. Now, virtual reality is going to be the future. There's no fucking doubt about it. It's going to change the world forever. It's just that there's not enough content out. There's not enough porn, uh, non-porn related content out right now. There's plenty of porn related content. And I dig it. I'm there for it all fucking week. You know me. I love my porn. So if that's what you're into, definitely. But other than that, I would hold off until there's more content released for VR. But it's pretty amazing. Um, and I probably, I say this looks cool. I probably wouldn't even go to this thing. Because like you can already like get... Uh, VR experiences that are like roller coasters and shit, and they're close enough to what you go through with this, where I wouldn't have to go anywhere to get that experience. I think the experience at home is close enough, so just my opinion. Um, and this bishop, well, like all you know, that the reason gay babies exist is because your mama had anal sex while you were a baby. True story, folks. Uh, first, we had the woman who claimed that uh, gayness was caused by butt worms that eat semen and now we got this dude who swears up and down that yo mama got butt sex and that's why you're gay hmm? not sure that's how it works dude but uh i don't know keep spreading shit like this because you guys destroy religion a lot better than i could ever do that's for sure he added that it occurs when the couple has sex while the woman is pregnant and the sex is unnatural as he characterizes anal sex true story God, these guys are such fucking dorks, aren't they? How do these guys have so many supporters? It just... It's a sigh. It just makes me sigh. And this is me at every fucking club I've ever gone into. This is exactly how I behave, man. Gotta fucking strut it out. Why is it not playing this? Play. Play it. There you go. Strut. Mm, strut. That's me. Walk in like you got confidence. Big dick energy. That's what that's all about. Hells yeah. You get it. Strut, pat, put it out. It's what you get from women. Is that the words? I don't know. That was like before my time. And um, Jordan Peterson must be pretty happy right now because they've just reached uh, 100 weeks and not a single arrest from Bill C-16. You know, he went around claiming that if you even criticize a trans person's fashion choices, you will be charged with a hate crime. Hmm. Almost seems like he was just fear-mongering transphobia in order to get famous, doesn't it? What say you, rationality rules? Is this still what you respect about him the most? Hmm, probably. Um, and speaking of some more wholesome goodness, want to see some more wholesome shit? Get ready to all your ass off. Here's a little ferret falling asleep. And yep, boom, dead. Out like a light, you cute little son bitch. Pretty sure he ain't dead, he just out. <laughs> just head first, doing a Ric Flair, basically. Just, bip, yep, woo. So that's cute as fuck. Hope that warms your heart a little bit. Aren't you guys glad I didn't rage quit the show because I didn't get enough viewers? Aren't you glad I didn't do that? Fucking Dusty. Anyway, what you guys have to say about that? Let's see, uh, let's see what the chat has to say. Love this. Yep, that's a cute-ass video. Oral makes you pan. All right, I must be pan as fuck because I love me some oral. Does oral make you a lesbian? Probably. Very scientific revelation. Yeah, I'm sure you're talking about the anal sex makes you gay, which, you know, would explain a lot. That probably explains why I'm 20% gay because I think uh, my dad must have put it like 
20% of my mom's butt. Like, not all the way, just a little bit. She was like, nope. But just that 20% was enough to make me 20% gay. So, uh, thanks, Dad. Fucking asshole. Um, quite all right. We all get a little emotional and touchy. Yeah, I know. Dust up. There we go. Dust up, Dusty. I will try. Real men cry. Yeah, like, I don't want to make it seem like, uh, I don't think men cry because I cry sometimes, but also I don't want to make it seem like I'm really, really unstable or unemotional or overly emotional because I'm really not. Like, I don't sit around and cry a lot or anything. So it's just that when I get on camera and stuff and then I start thinking about some of the stuff, it just overwhelms me very briefly. And so I just have to have a brief moment to like get the fuck over it real fast. But you know, maybe that's not a problem. Maybe that's just my uh, insecurities about appearing in a way that I don't want you guys to see me. Seems legit, yep. Uh, what else do you guys have to say? My poor mother, are you gay? She must have taken an anal pounding daily. So, uh, RR is not a transphobe, okay? Well, he spreads irrational fear towards trans people, and the shit he has, sp- has been sp- spreading has snowballed and been picked up and started a chain reaction by a lot of other people, so it's pretty much the number one thing right now that trans people are taking shit and hatred from, so even if he's not a transphobe in his mind, the fact that he is the one mainly responsible for a lot of the trans hate that is hurting trans people right now means that, in a way, he's even worse than normal transphobes, isn't he? Just saying, that's my opinion. We are all dirty creatures. Hells yeah, we are. Hugs, Dusty. Hugs, everybody. Love you all. Group hug. Um, all right, more super chats, please. Somebody's saying suck my balls. Just kidding. I'll take your money. I'll take your three ninety nine. You can say whatever the fuck you want to to me. I don't care. I'll buy goddamn dog food for that fucking money. Um, come on. Let us share in tears of joy. Okay, but I don't want to be like a fucking blubbering mess for the fucking show or anything. But speaking of which. There's less, like, new meme going around where people say they're going to fucking storm Area 51. And so, kind of to tag on to that, an Oklahoma animal shelter is encouraging Area 51 fans instead to storm our shelter. Because instead of this bullshit you ain't really going to do, like storm Area 1 and get murdered, uh, maybe go to your local animal sanctuary or animal shelter and fucking go get a dog and give them a forever home and actually do some good in the world instead of just talking bullshit about dumbass shit you ain't actually going to fucking do, right? That's just my thoughts on the matter. And this puppy is cute as fuck. Wait to see the cutest little puppy prank you've ever seen in your life. Watch this shit. He gonna pull a prank on you. Look, he gonna hide and wait. Ooh, I see him coming. I go get him. I go get him. You don't know I'm here. Come on, daddy. I go get you. Boom! I got you, daddy. Oh, you little fluffy motherfucker. God damn it, you're cute. I want him. I want him. You so cute. Who's your boo-boo? Anyway. You got spirits lifting yet? They should. Unless you're heartless bastards out there. And, uh, oh God, okay, well. I guess I'll show this one. Um, <laughs> Time to feed the bird. Come on, little birdie. Come get your food. Who's hungry, little birdie? Are you hungry? You're so close. Come get your food, little birdie. It's feeding time. It's feeding time. Yeah, it's feeding time. Oh, God. I, I don't know what happened to that bird. I hope that bird's okay, though. 
But uh, yeah, it was feeding time, but not for the bird, for the cat. So anyway, hopefully the uh, owner got there in time to make sure that wasn't a tragedy. Bad kitty. Bad. Although that's a little bit the uh, owner's fault for having the cat free in the room with the bird. That's a rookie mistake right there, right? And this is cute as fuck, too. You guys ready to see some more cute shit? Holy shit, this is fucking cute. This little dog is such a drama queen. He don't know that he's fucking on camera. He's just at home by himself being caught up at nanny cam. And look, he drops his toy on the floor and he looks down at it. And he's like, God damn it, fuck my life. Oh, fuck my life. Oh, it's all the way on the floor now. God damn it, my life is over. Cute as shit. Look at that little motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that it had audio on the switch. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him cry. Why? Oh my god, so cute. I'm gonna fucking shit. And uh, what else we got here? Oh man, this motherfucker was lucky as shit. Like one second from being robbed. Like, look how he barely gets in here and shuts the door behind him before he gets robbed. Like, they're coming in, he don't even see him, and boom! Like, one second earlier, they would have had his ass. But no, he gets in there and he locks himself in, and they're like, shit! What the fuck? God damn it! We were so close! And he's like, uh, and they're like, hey, can you open up, sir? Uh, sir? Can we talk to you for a second about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? No, no, you can't, dude. No, you can't, you fucking thieves. And I feel sorry for these people that live in this country, where they have to live in cages and shit so they don't get robbed and shit. Horrific. You guys need Jesus. And, uh, oh, this is an awesome fucking comeback here. <laughs> I love this fucking comeback. Uh, this is some fucking anti-HJW who hates people with colored hair. Because they're all HJWs. Oh my god, this are evil. And he says, unnatural hair color in women are a warning signal to stay away. It's an example of, what is this word? A, 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 a Aposmatism? Is that how you pronounce that? Aposmatism? Uh, the phenomenon of poisonous animals in nature advertising their toxicity and lethality. Oh my god. That's right. Stay away from people with colored hair because that's a sign they're toxic and poisonous. And this person fucking owns them. You go, Julie G. She says, Aposmatism is there to warn off predators, not sexual partners. If you're repelled, it's working, and that's fucking classic. That's right, man. Like, if you're repelled from a sexual partner because of our colored hair, that's exactly the intent. You're supposed to be repelled by it because you're a sexual... You're not a sexual predator. You're a regular predator. You might be a sexual predator, but you're a regular predator, not a sexual partner that these women actually want to be uh, intimate with in any way. So, owned. Owned the fuck out of that dude. And uh, this dude apparently found out that... Uh, this guy was beating up his mom, and like, uh, long story short, don't beat up this dude's mom, because, uh, yeah, he don't like that, apparently. Yeah, he's he not a fan, yeah, yeah. Just punch him again, like, I'm be against that, but, yeah. Don't hit my mom, dude. Learn your lesson, keep your hands to yourself. All right, let's read the chat a little bit so we have to fucking say. More Super Chats, please. Uh, I love dogs. More loyal than people and more forgiving. Yeah, dogs are the shit, right? Definitely prefer to surround myself with dogs and spend my days with dogs. He's mean mugging. Yep, yes. Um, goddamn gravity. I know. Fuck gravity. My life is ruined now. Uh, mood. Yeah, I know, right? To the back cave. 
I'm going to say knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. Yep. Yikes and yuck. Agreed. All right. Let's see what the super chats have to say. Um, the chats say we are living in clown world because some of us support minorities against discrimination when in fact we are living. I suspect there's a part two coming. Opinions on celibacy. Join the Volcel police force. Um, If you want to be celibate, that's fine. Like I, I can definitely see. Like, just masturbating and watching, like, VR porn and shit instead of dealing with women or men or both or whatever, you know? Um, I'm not celibate because it's easy. Like, if it, was, if it was any harder for me to get women than it is, I probably wouldn't, like, mess with it. Or not just women, just sexual partners, period. But I'm not because it's so unbelievably fucking easy. Like, not to brag, but <laughs> it's not a thing, really. So... But if it was, if it was difficult anyway, I I probably wouldn't bother with it. I would just like masturbate constantly to VR porn and not even put the effort in. But anyway, thank you for that. Uh, thank you, and thankfully, and thankfully, fuck is universal. Yep, I know. And thankfully, fuck is... Oh, I guess what you're saying. Yep. Fuck is a universal word. I get what you're saying. Thank you for the care. I appreciate that. Um, very generous. And more super, oh, in a clown world, because grotesque fascists are running things and loud expressions of ignorance or bigotry are the most popular thing on the web. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you're actually paying attention to the conservatives who are continuously lying and making shit up and living in this clown world, and they're always just projecting. They are the ones that they're the snowflakes. They're the ones who are triggered by every fucking thing, but they just say what they are to the other person because reality doesn't matter to these people. They don't care about the truth. It's all about tribalism. So anyway, thank you for that, H.S. Ross. I really appreciate that. Good points. Anything in the chat you guys have to say? Some of my favorite people are dogs. True that. Okay. Well, let's continue on with the show. We're already 90 minutes in the show. It's going pretty well. Um, here's one for advice animals. I'm, a, I'm proud to be an American, but I still think we could do better as a country. Fuck me. I should leave, right? And yeah, America love it or leave it. Same exact people who didn't didn't shut up for a fucking second while Obama was president, you know. They literally ran on the platform that America wasn't great, and now they're in office and saying, if you don't love the country, you should leave it. It's just so ridiculous. And, like, if a Democrat gets back in office, they're going to go back to the right exactly the same way they were before, bitching about every fucking thing he did. It's just a double standard with these people, you know. But it's it's transparent. We see through it. Um, oh, God, and this is so horrible. Here's another thing that's going to get my, uh, this video is going to be copyright copyrighted immediately hopefully they don't take it down if i show this whole thing they might take it down but i'm just gonna play this anyway this is so fucking horrible this was literally nominated for an emmy this is robert de niro giving probably the worst performance you'll ever fucking see he's literally fucking up everything and outright reading off cue cards and one of the worst just horrible and yet they nominate him for an emmy for this which just shows you how bullshit these award programs are Night, Don. Hi, Eric. Whoa! <laughs> Don't be scared. It's just me, Robert Mueller, your dad's friend from work. <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk to you. That's fine, Eric. It was pretty clear early on that you don't know anything. Nope. I wish I could say the same for some of your dad's friends. Like Mr. Pillowfort? Manafort. Yeah. <laughs> and Mr. Papa John's Pizza? Uh, Papadopoulos. <laughs> Mr. Cohen? Uh, you might want to start, call him 
by calling him federal inmate 10358. Yeah, see, he, he can't even read the cue cards right. How did this get nominated for an Emmy? It just shows you the people that are nominating this stuff, that are voting, they're not even watching this stuff. They just saw Robert De Niro, oh, he played Mueller on SNL? I bet that was hilarious. I don't remember, but clearly it's Robert De Niro playing Mueller, and uh, we're probably mostly lefties anyway. You know, sometimes lefties do do stupid shit based on politics. So, yeah, let's nominate him, but not awful. Horrible performance. You guys really got to do better than this, but this is why I don't take uh, any of the award shows in any way seriously because they're not to be taken seriously. And uh, this video, I have so many questions about this video. Okay, um, let's just start off. What are you... Okay, let me start over. Like, okay, so she has fire hoops and she's standing up on some kind of platform for some reason and she has dropped the fire hoop down over the platform. So many safety violations I already see with this, right? So she just keeps going. She's like, yay, maybe I should jump down and try to get this off there. So she just throws this on the ground and she can't get it up off there. And so, uh, next thing you know, shit's on fire, yo. Everything should start burning down. So then this person is like, don't worry, I'll put it out in the most sane, rational, reasonable way possible. I will run over it in my scooter. Like, what the, what is going on in your head? How is this helping? Stop helping. And I know this person just thought, oh my God, I'm going to be a hero. But I don't know what the thought process behind that was. How is you running over this shit full speed in your scooter helping anything? Dumbass. Anyway. Questions. I got a few about that one. What do you guys got to think about that shit? Uh, Russiagate was a scam. Cool. The right is all failed actors. The Razzie, yeah, it should be the Razzie Awards, definitely. Um, embarrassing. NBC will get you for this. Here's the thing, though. As long as they don't give me a copyright strike, it doesn't matter because it's not like I can have ads on my videos anyway. <coughs> Excuse me. My uh, channel got basically blacklisted three years ago, and all my videos are demonetized by default anyway. So the only time they ever have ads running on them is when people put copyright claims on them and then they get to make money off my videos and I don't, which is why the super chats mean so much is because I don't make money off this unless you guys super chat me. You know, I'm making what, $538 a month from Patreon from this and then whatever I make them super chats and that's it. That's the entire money I make from doing this. So other people like NBC and shit, they'll make money off my videos and I won't. Sucks, but what you gonna do, right? And uh, here's another cute video. Here's this pupper, first time, figuring out that rain exists. And he's like, what the fuck? Where the fuck's that coming from? What is that? Is the fucking sky attacking me? Is it coming from the ground? Where the fuck is this coming from? I bite you. I bite everything. Oh, you cute little motherfucker. God damn it. So stinking fucking cute. There's no audio of this. I was hoping there'd be audio so you could hear a little nip at the fucking rain and shit. But anyway, heartwarming, wholesome as fuck. Fuck. Uh, oh, yeah. Here's some scary shit. They're just sitting out there enjoying the fucking balloon festival. And uh, why is this not playing? Play, motherfucker. Play. I, I would. You have no idea. I will kill everybody. You don't. Oh, my God. You better start fucking playing right goddamn now. You better. Here we go. Good. And they're all sitting out there just going, yay, it's balloon festival. Damn, that balloon's getting big. 
Hmm. That balloon looks like it's getting close. It's getting real close. Meanwhile, the person that balloon's like, Yeah, I'm getting close, motherfuckers. Get out the way. I can't control this shit. Move. Get the fuck out. What? Get Move. What the fuck, dude? Get out the way. Yep. Get out the way, motherfuckers. Quick. That dude don't know how to fucking fly that thing. He is having some technical difficulties. So, uh. Best balloon festival ever. That's all I know. And, uh. What is this one? Oh, yeah. Imagine landing from your parachute. You're like, yay! Another successful landing, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're like, get the fuck out of here! Where'd you come from? Goddamn demon falling from the sky? I will kick you! Fuck off, devil man! So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm with the kangaroo on this one. Fuck off, parachuting dickhead. Get out of here. Take off, hoser. Fuck him up, kangaroo. And uh, what else we got here? Oh, yeah, this one was fucking heart-rolling as shit. I love to see how just, like, animals of all fucking species can get along with each other. Like, all they have to do is, like, hang out with each other from birth and just realize that they're not supposed to kill each other and they're supposed to love each other and shit. And, uh... Wholesome as shit. This is why I'm a vegetarian, folks. Because, uh, yeah, animals are pretty fucking cool, in my opinion. I'm a fan. And uh, did you guys know that the uh, two actors that played Ferris Bueller's parents uh, fell in love on the show and got married? True story. Let me look that up. Uh... I'm just gonna search for this. I searched for this before, so I already know what's gonna come up. Type in Ferris Bueller's parents. Ferris Bueller's parents. And boom, yep. These two met on the show, met on that movie. They were like, hey, you're a tall, good looking actor. Hey, you're a nice looking blonde lady. Let's hook up. And they hooked up, and they're still married all these years later. Isn't that fucking sweet as fuck? Hell yeah, it is. You go, Ferris Bueller. I'm glad you had your day off. And I guess that's about all the fucking wholesome shit that I... Well, let's see. This says finally funny. Let's see what this means. Maybe I have something else funny to show you guys. Oh, yeah. Finally! An unbreakable wine glass! Because I know we're all tired of drinking wine with our kids and having our kids drop the fucking wine glasses over and over again. Finally, there's a goddamn solution. Unbreakable wine glasses for children. So, uh... Where can I buy stock in this stat? Billion dollar company right there, folks. And, uh, so anyway. What you guys have to say about that shit? The cuteness videos are the best. I know, I love the cuteness videos. I just don't find very many of them a lot of times. And, uh, so I end up showing a lot of stuff that's negative and whatnot. But, yeah, I'm going to try to have some more wholesome shit because, uh, I could definitely use my spirits raised from time to time. Thank you for that, H.S. Ross. Uh, another H.S. Ross. I wonder if the double standard of left-wing criticism of the country entail not loving it, but right-wing criticisms don't, is sometimes due to sheer stupidity, lack of reflection, instead of racism. Um, well, a lot of it. A lot of it's, well, racism, a lot of racism is just sheer stupidity and lack of reflection, right? Uh, racism is basically caused by ignorance and a lack of empathy and a lack of, you know, being around people of other types. Same with transphobia. Like, the more you're around black people, the less racist you are because you, you realize, oh my God, there's no difference. 
And it's the same, like, when you're hanging around trans people. You're like, oh, my God, it's no different. They're just people, like everybody else, right? So, And uh, and it's like that with animals, too. Like, the more hanging around animals, the more empathetic you get to those particular animals. So I think it's just a, it's just a matter of, you know, tribalism and not having experience with others. Thank you for that. More Super Chats, please. Let's see. Much more calm show tonight. I am much more relaxed than I usually am. It's almost like I've taken Valium or something, but I have not. I have only taken weed. And I'm going to, oh, pop, 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 pop. I feel sorry for that fly. He got double popped. It's Mississippi, man. There are fucking flies everywhere here, so I have to uh, combat them any way I possibly. Uh Uh-oh, look at it. Go, fucking bug zapper. Delicious. Love my vaporizer. Um... Ten dollars from D Dog two thousand fifteen says the parents from Matilda are married in real life too. That's cool. I know that the I heard that the girl that was in Matilda is the uh, cousin of Ben Shapiro, and she has him blocked. So uh, I guess I won't look that up. But anyway, fun little factoid for you guys. Well, let's see what's next here. We've got about another fifteen twenty minutes left in the show, and I still got plenty of stuff to cover. So. Uh, do we want to cover the religious shit? It's so goddamn depressing. All the religious shit is so depressing. I will go cover the Twitter shit first. Twitter's depressing too, but it's slightly less depressing than uh I was dunking on uh rationality rules earlier because somebody asked him something and basically he put out this thing where he's like, Yeah. So they're doing this no plum thing. Where Noel Plum, his entire platform revolves around describing why they should change the descriptions of the different sports categories, which de facto ban trans women from competing with cis women. And that's what Rationality Rules, basic his, his uh, stance is as well. He thinks that some trans women should be allowed to compete with cis women, and some trans women maybe shouldn't yet because the evidence is not out. So maybe... So just certain trans women should have their civil rights violated. When I just explained earlier, you know, why sports are about a lot more than just physical competition. They're about camaraderie and belonging and being, you know, part of something bigger than you are so you can belong to the community, right? That's a lot of what sports are, are about, bringing people together. And So his whole thing is like, for some reason, in certain cases, we might have to strip trans people of their basic civil rights and not let them compete in sports like everybody else. And so... Not amazing, in my opinion. But anyway, the thing is, is if you watch his videos and you watch Noel Plum, you watch all these motherfuckers. At first, the thing they kept saying over and over again was hemoglobin. We know for a fact that trans women have an unfair advantage over cis women because they have more hemoglobin. That's it's one hundred percent about the hemoglobin. Trust us, man. We know we're right. And then it turns out they looked up. Well, we looked up the science and we showed them. Hey, it turns out that. Uh, Trans women don't actually have more hemoglobin than cis women. And so they're like, oh, my God. Okay, well, we were still right. We were right about the whole thing to begin with. Maybe we were wrong about the hemoglobin part. Well, we were right that trans women have an unfair advantage. And the reason they have an unfair advantage is because of twitch muscle fibers. Now, we were wrong before, sure, but we're right this time. We're exactly right. We know that we're right because of twitch muscle fibers. And so the science came out, and it turns out that it's not true, is it? You know, trans women don't seem to have more twitch muscle fibers than cis women. Um, at least the current science that we have says that. So then they're like, oh, oh my God, okay, well, uh, we were wrong about that. Maybe we were wrong about that, okay? But 
male puberty. That's the new thing. It's about male puberty. That's the real problem. Yeah, we were wrong multiple times before, but we are all we were basically right. Male puberty. So that's the new thing they're saying now. So it's just like no matter how many times they're proven wrong or dunked on or the science, you know, shows that they're idiots and didn't actually look, they always come up with something new fucking to say. So they don't really give a shit. They started with their conclusion, which is what I said here. They they started with exactly with their fucking conclusion and they kept trying to find whatever they can to fit into that conclusion no matter how many times they're wrong and that's you know that's what we keep pointing out and where you at matt dilla honey where you at dude i know where you're at you're fucking hiding i'd hide too i guess if i were you dude and uh oh god so uh this guy is the new king of heightism you know this guy a little short guy who uh has made all the shorties look bad by being a total fucking asshat and being so unbelievably insecure about being short like, and I've spoken out about it before. I understand short people are discriminated against. They are demonized. They are made fun of. It is unfair. But at the same time, this is the opposite fucking way to handle it. But anyway, uh, he's moved past being angry. And he's just moved on to trying to use his newfound celebrity to get laid any way he can. So uh, I don't even have to tell you. Let him tell you himself. I tried being a nice guy over and over. And all I do is get my mind played with. So ladies, I do apologize. I'm I'm tired and I'm tired of getting my heart broken, so I'm pissed. I want to fuck. So if any girl wants to get down, party, smoke weed tonight, and fuck my brains out, and I goddamn mean it, get in touch with my promoter. He'll get. I tried being a nice <laughs> guy. My promoter. You got a promoter now. I ain't even got a fucking promoter, dude. This dude fucking killing it, I guess. He got agents and shit. But anyway. I love, I try to be a nice guy. I'm tired of being a nice guy. Have you ever thought, like, for one second, maybe you weren't a nice guy? You know, maybe you think that women owe you sex and shit, and because of that, you're not a nice guy, and they don't want to have sex with you because they don't owe you anything. I don't know, just me, because, like, this guy's shorter than I am. I think this guy's, like, maybe five foot tall, maybe five two, I don't know, and I'm, like, five eight, so I got about six inches on this guy, but still, like, I endured heightism and stuff in my life and people try to shit on me for that and bully me for it and whatnot but at the same time you can definitely overcome it man just the start of it is the positive mental attitude not to let it get you down and not to treat women like shit just because some of them have been mean to you about it i've had women be mean to me about it because of my height too did i take that out on all women no i understand that's not all women who are like that so i'm just you know it's gonna work it out dude Anyway, I feel sorry for that dude. I know I shouldn't. I know people are like, why do you feel sorry for that dude? He's obviously a little troll ass hat. Yeah, he is, but still. Obviously, he's been bullied so bad in his life, and he has real, real fucking low self-esteem. And it's just sad, you know, it's like a puppy, you know, that he just needs love, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong for that. Um, let's see what else I want to cover here. Ben Shapiro is out here calling Bernie Sanders a villain, an evil villain. Because he's a socialist or whatever. It's just so fucking crazy. Um, yeah, he's basically, Bernie Sanders said, Greed is the religion of the billionaire class, and a nation based on greed will not survive morally, economically, or politically. Uh, and he wants to another stuff. And then Ben Shapiro responds, Greed is literally your religion. You want to steal other people's money and distribute it as you see fit. And he got dunked on repeatedly for this, of course. Uh, because basically what he's describing is Robin Hood, right? Is Robin Hood known as a greedy figure in our literature? No, Robin Hood is like one of the greatest heroes, right? And that's what Bernie Sanders is, and that's what he's describing. So basically, Ben Shapiro, who is a millionaire, who, is, who got his talking points from billionaires, is now, you know, spreading what his 
corporate masters have told him to say, and it's just sad and transparent. But luckily, like, uh, he's getting dunked on all over the place for this. Like, uh, Kyle Kalinske dunked on him. Giving people health care in college as part of the social contract is indeed very greedy. Thank you for your facts and logic, sir. True that. Get him, Kyle. And uh, Cody Johnston from some other news, who's awesome. One of the seven deadly sins is taxing billionaires so that the poor can get insulin. True that. So he got dunked on fucking repeatedly left and right, but he still got 20,000 likes for that stupid ass tweet. So it's still depressing. Right. And uh, this is what he has a problem with. Right. This is what Ben Shapiro has a problem with. Heroes like Bernie Sanders. He took a bunch of people to Canada so they could buy drugs and insulin and shit for one tenth the price that we get in America. You know, one woman said her family saved ten thousand dollars because, you know, our lives are not meaningful to the corporate capitalist society that runs America right now. They don't give a shit. You know, we're a dollar sign to them. They can charge us 10 times what they charge in Canada for the same exact shit because we're just money. You know, they have a fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders to make as much money as possible. They legally have to do that. The system is stacked up against the people. So until we recognize that and actually put leaders in place who will stand up and fight that instead of leaders like Trump who are actually completely fucking for it, we will continue to get fucked like this and we will continue to die off like the disposable income we are, basically. That's all we are to them. Disposable dollar bills. Um, let me see what this is. Oh, God. It's hard to believe this is real, but I actually think this is real. Um, so this person says, Quinn Nordstrom says, I'm flying off to Detroit, Michigan to travel to Canada tomorrow with Senator Bernie Sanders. Regardless of what you think of his politics, this is huge deal that a top-tier presidential candidate is highlighting this crisis in America. And uh, Hilly Muniz says, who cares? Smiley face laughing. Say no to socialism. And Quinn says, the 7.5 million Americans who depend on insulin daily, the 1.4 Americans who are rationing because they can't afford it, the families who've lost loved ones because of those who've rationed, you can say no to socialism and say yes to the crisis needing attention. And uh, this person says, I know there's a crisis. My little sister died of it last year. She was born a diabetic. I still say no to socialism. Oh, my God. Like, I think this is a real person. Like, my sister literally died, but I don't want to solve the problem because who gives a fuck, right? I literally would rather my own family members die than to fix the problem. It's just... Retired industrial photographer, IBM, proud Americans, say no to weed, say no to socialism, Trump, Pence, 2020. I know this is going to sound mean, but I think the wrong sister died. I don't know her other sister, but I'm thinking God took the wrong one because holy fucking shit, dudes. Sigh. And uh, sad story today. This is a breaking story. I don't know if you guys heard about this one, but apparently Dave Rubin has been hospitalized after he took in far too many high-level ideas. In a very short period of time, uh, per, per the doctors at the UCLA Medical Center. So uh, the good news is he is reportedly responsive and he's in simple condition. So uh, hopefully he'll stay that way and uh, we'll keep you apprised of the story as it develops. And, uh, oh God, we showed this chick on the last show. This is the uh, genius Republican candidate who is going to unseat Elon El- Omar. And uh, folks, this is real life. This is not a parody. This is not fake. This woman with a giant diamond cross on is a real person who's actually running for office in the United States. Let's have a listen. 
I'm Danielle Stella, and I am representing Minnesota in the 5th Congressional District against Ilhan Omar in the upcoming 2020 election. The biggest group that I'm going to be working with is the Millennials. Nobody else in my district who's considering running wants to talk to Millennials. I think President Trump is doing fantastic, and I think we should all look at how great his turnout was at, the, at his Independence Day rally. What's the... Uh... What's the worst thing Trump has done so far? My least favorite about President Trump—that's—that's uh, that's a good question. I—I could—I could answer that about pretty much everybody else. I, I really—I agree with President Trump, and I, I think maybe he needs to say Ilhan Omar is disrespecting our country with 9-11. He shared a video in April of, of her comments about some people did something, but I feel like he should be maybe shining a spotlight on all these Justice Democrats. If somebody that so anyway, just like nothing going on in that brain whatsoever. No original thoughts. Just a dim bulb barely shining with any electricity whatsoever. And uh, that's our politicians here in America, folks. That's what country has become. That's what it's all about. You just have to do whatever you can. You don't have to get depressed about it because uh, you can definitely end up in a warm bathtub opening your veins up. So anyway, um, how about some more wholesomeness to cleanse our palate from that? This person heard a clang in the kitchen and uh, they walked in and I wonder who could be possibly guilty of stealing these cookies. Yep. Busted, dude. Busted. Got your little collar caught in the grate on the stove, didn't you? Who got caught? Who got caught? Yeah. He's a bad boy, but you're still so fucking cute. We all forgive you. You better give that dog all those cookies. Right fucking now. And uh, everybody's making fun of uh, Kamala Harris. She was like doing so well. And now everybody's making fun of her because apparently uh, she came out with a uh, new program for getting rid of a very, very limited, small amount of people's college debt when other candidates are running to get rid of everybody's college debt. And so they're all making fun of her right now. Kyle Kalinske says, I'm a big fan of Kamala's Medical for Fred program. It's really innovative to do a round-robin selection system every other Tuesday to determine which man named Fred gets to apply for reduced cost care by 2030-30. And so, yeah, that's just making fun of her stupid uh, proposals for education. So Kamala Harris's um, prospects are definitely dimming rapidly from what I can tell. And uh big story going around that was trending on Twitter was that apparently the Tempe police were saying that uh, <laughs> in the worst fucking PR stunt ever, they were going to start stopping drivers who were driving well and rewarding them with Circle K coupons for free drinks. And uh, needless to say, didn't go over very well. People were like, no, dude, don't fucking pull me over for driving. What are you fucking talking about? That's ridiculous. And so anyway, they clarified. They're like, no, we're not going to do that. You know, even though they kind of said they were going to do that. No, they said, no, we're not going to do that. No, suck your mind. We've changed our mind. We're not going to do that. Um, but like, apparently they're cops are loaded up with Circle K coupons for free drinks. So they're going to walk around and give it people. So, no. Why are cops walking around giving up 
giving people fucking free drinks to circle. Okay, don't want a fucking cop walking up to me for anything. I don't care if a cop's going to give me $20. Don't walk up to me. Stay away from me. I'd rather not have your $20 than have a cop around me. No offense. Like, I ain't saying, like, I hate all cops or nothing. I'm just saying I don't want you around me because you're a cop. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing you add to my life that I want to be around because it's dangerous to be around you because you're a cop, you know? It's just not something I want for me. And I think most people feel that way. They just don't want cops in their presence or in their lives. So, you know, Circle K drinks are like 99 cents. You know, we'll just spring for that shit, cops. We're good. No thanks. Fuck off, please. And, uh, apparently there was another mass shooting this week. Um, some 19-year-old kid went to a garlic festival and he killed a 6-year-old boy and shot up some other people. And, uh, it was reported that he on his Instagram account, shared a book that many people are calling white supremacist. Um, Now, other people are saying it's not a white supremacist book, and I did look into it a little bit, and it seems like it's maybe a little bit white supremacist. It's not a good book. It doesn't have a good message in it from what I could tell. Now, how tied it is directly to white supremacy, I don't know. And the kid also did say something about white twats, so he specifically mentioned white people in a negative light, so... Regardless, if he shared this white supremacist book, conservatives are still going to point to his white twat comments to make it seem like he wasn't a white supremacist or that he might have done this as in opposed as opposed to white people or something. So the whole wa- waters are muddied with his comments. Um, but anyway, that's the story going around Twitter right now. Another fucking mass shooting. Amazing. This is America. And... Uh, we gonna cover next obviously this is fucking bullshit like how do they fucking say this shit with a straight face like how can I, not, they're supposed to be Christians first of all they're supposed to like not lie but not only do they lie constantly the people that follow them just don't give a shit like, how could you possibly believe this is true it was actually out of Fort Worth Texas that the policy came that said oh Wait a minute. Our school districts, we want all the kids having one bathroom and one locker room. Mm, that's right. And, and it came out of Fort, Fort Worth. Are you kidding me? Out of Fort, out of Texas? No way. And then at that time, President Obama picked that up and said, that's a good idea. And so the Department of Education came out and said, if you get federal funds at all, and virtually 99.9% of all schools get federal funds, you will have one bathroom and one locker room. We're not doing this gender stuff. With all the kids. God help us. And so across America, common sense people said, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> so obviously, that never fucking happened. Like, how could, like I say, I don't want to say it over and over again, but how could anybody believe this? Like, it just, but people do. I just can't fathom anybody being that dumb. But, but like I said, we live in a post-truth society where facts don't matter anymore. All that matters is tribalism, regardless of how ridiculous it is. So. Just got to do whatever you can not to be depressed, folks. You know, just watch the puppy and kitten videos and smoke weed and watch your superhero TV shows and just try not to think about it, right? Anyway, uh, here's Paul Joseph Watson lying about immigration in order to scare people again, which is what he's doing here. In Gothenburg, Sweden, health centers are running low on blood because of the wave of serious crime in the city, which is, you know, is directly Paul Joseph Watson's way of 
trying to scare people about the immigrant crisis. This is what he does. He tries to make it look like crime is skyrocketing because of the evil brown people who were helped by Sweden because they're immigrants and are just trying to make a better life for their family. And uh, so anyway, Sweden fact check, who busts the fuck out of Pojo's Watson all the time, points out there have been two murders recently. Uh, the second and third in the city in 2009 to date. And they specifically have been cited as being partly responsible for the current shortage of blood. So basically, the crime rate is so low that even having two murders like they've had recently is enough to make a shortage of blood. So it's not a giant problem, just anything that minor happens. Paul Joseph Watson will use it to point out to scare people about brown people because that's what he does. You know, that's why he's been cited by two different white supremacist terrorists in trials so far. Um, that's what he's always done. He spread conspiracy theories and he doesn't care you know, who he has to demonize or harm as long as he makes money. And uh, he makes money. He makes a millionaire. He makes tons of fucking money. And this has to be a joke. I'm assuming this has to be a joke. But just in case it's not, I'm a racist, a Republican against communist, insane, socialist terrorism. So I'm just hoping, like I'm hoping upon hopes. Are you a racist too? No, no, I'm not. I'm not any of these things. All these things are not as bad as being an actual racist, but not amazing. But anyway, I'm hoping that this was made by a liberal to make fun of conservatives. And I'm hoping this is not an actual thing conservatives make to try to make themselves look good because, uh, C-A-F, cringe as fuck. In every possible way something could be cringe, this is it. And, uh, oh, this is Mrs. Betty Bowers. You guys know who that is? America's favorite fake Christian. And, uh, this is, uh, Kathy Mueller's, Kathy Miller, I'm sorry. Kathy Miller, this is Trump's Ohio campaign manager. And this is real life, folks. Not making this up. I think there was any racism until Obama got elected. That we never had problems like this. You know, I, I'm in the real estate industry. There's none. Now, you know, with the people with the guns and shooting up neighborhoods and not being responsible citizens, that's a big change. And I think that's the philosophy that Obama has perpetuated on America. And if you're black and you haven't been successful in the last 50 years, it's your own fault. I, I think that when we look at the last 50 years, where are we and why? We have three generations of all still having unwed babies, kids that don't go through high school. I mean, when do they take responsibility for how they live? I think it's due time, and I think that's good that Mr. Trump is pointing that out. So just about as blatant racist as you can possibly be. Now, I pointed out many times before, they've done studies that show that probably the number one indication of how well you would do in the future is how much money you start off with you know how affluent your parents are um and they've also shown that black people on average have 10 times less wealth than white people mostly because of inheritance because of the things in the past like redlining and the fact that black people were barred from the gi bill and the homestead act and the fact that they destroyed things like the most affluent black neighborhoods in America, like Black Wall Street, and all these things over and over again had a ripple and snowball effect that led to the situation that the black community has found themselves in now, right? Where they are not on the same level to compete with white people that are races. And it's obviously directly because of the oppression of the last hundreds of years. But then you have people like this who just don't give a fuck about reality, right? You know? 
it's your fault, black folks. It's your fault that the hundreds of years of oppression your people have suffered have led to the situation you're in. And this is the people that are running our country right now. So you just have to try not to think about it so you don't get depressed, folks. Anyway, what do you have to say about this? <laughs> I know this is a very unusual show tonight, folks. I know I'm very, very low-key tonight. But uh, this is just my mood right now. This is how I'm handling everything right now. It's all too absurd to take seriously. The progressive voice says, well, who was stronger? Kid, BU, or Mystic Gohan? Do you think the Z-Sword was useless? Was Vegeta the best character? Keep up the good work. Okay, progressive voice. I know the game you're playing. This is some Dragon Ball Z shit, I think. Am I right? You guys always ask me this stuff. And I'm such a fucking boomer. I only vaguely know what you're talking about. But it's like a guy in a yellow suit with big hair, right? And he goes Super Saiyan. Is that the same thing at all? I have no idea. Anyway, thank you for that. D-Dog 2015, $5. The upside about religion is that most of them say that these rich bastards are going to hell with the rest of us. Well, no thank you. If I have to go to hell and there's going to be a bunch of rich assholes there, that kind of going to ruin my whole fucking experience, ain't it? Pass. Dusty, I wonder if you may be willing to platform some vegan atheists. Not vegan gains. Love the podcast. Please continue forever and ever. Maybe. I don't know. Like I talked about before with Vosh. When I have other people on the show, I end up taking shit for things that they've done and said and just kind of answering for my own self is so much easier. So I'm kind of uh, I'm reticent to platform other people, but we'll see what happens in the future. I seem to recall Noel Plum being involved in some other really shady stuff in the past. Do you recall this? And if so, what it was. Uh, the first time I ever heard about Noel Plum was uh, when Bearing, cartoon bear, right-wing chud Bearing, was using Noel Plum as an example in his video, and Noel was basically shitting on me in his video. Um, it was a video about a, the gay marriage bill that they were fixing to pass in Australia. And uh, in Noel Plum's, um, I guess in his defense, he was for voting for gay marriage to be allowed in Australia. But uh, the only reason Baring put him in the video, though, was because he was shitting on me about the whole thing when I was dead on and what i said was 100 percent true history proved that what i said was 100 percent true and uh, so fuck no plum that's my opinion on that um, yeah but they don't get into paradise you know, in my opinion any place without christians is paradise so sign me up i was also going to show a video the show's almost over but i guess i have to show this video um one of these Christians was saying that uh, Jesus is all for walls because there's even walls in heaven. And um, shit, what's the deer? But anyway, and that was making me think, why the fuck are there walls in heaven? I mean, walls are there for two reasons, either to keep somebody out or keep somebody in. And uh, who are they keeping out? I don't think people from hell are allowed to like beam up to heaven and try to sneak into heaven. That doesn't seem like a good genius grand design from an all-powerful, all-knowing God, right? So the only other answer I can think of is the gates and walls are to keep people in, right? So sounds like more of a prison than anything else where you're all going to be able to force to uh, worship Jesus for the rest of eternity, which sounds boring as fuck. 
No thanks. If hell existed, uh, that would be it for me. So, uh, much rather hang out with the cool people down in hell. Me and Jimi Hendrix gonna rock it out for the rest of eternity. And, uh, hmm. Here's somebody petting a hyena. Because, you know, even hyenas, man, they just want love. Like most animals, they just want to be loved and find a place where they don't have to be in fear for their lives all the time, where they don't have to suffer and be in pain. So, uh, kind of wish I had me a hyena, although I'm pretty afraid that it might eat my face off, which wouldn't be amazing. Let's see what you guys have to say in the chat. This is your last chance to get in the super chats, please, for this very, very low-key episode of the podcast. Probably the most low-energy low-key episode of the podcast i will ever do next week i'm gonna hype it back up this is like a once in a lifetime event so hopefully you guys have not been too bored in this low-key episode but mm, let's see cult of dusty wait have you oops have you not watched team four stars dbz abridged no i have not watched i'm just not into the anime stuff I'm not really into cartoons. I like real actors. For some reason, cartoons just generally seem too childlike for me. And uh, I'm an adult. So, I don't know. I guess I'm not open-minded enough about it. Dusty, your voice is so calm and collected, my man. Hell yeah. You guys should play this at night so you can sleep to it. Yep, I'm doing the ASMR. It's going to be my new thing. It's going to be huge. Brad Pill community is important, and I think one thing the Trump presidency has taught me is that being totally pure isn't worth losing. Yeah, I'm not all that into the Brad Pill thing. They don't ever, like, post me on there, so who gives a shit about that, right? Um, Wow, hyenas are big. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a big puppy. Dusty is a chud. Not into anime. I know, right? I'm the worst. Dusty, you coming on Discord? Nah, the show's about over, dudes. I'm probably not going to do Discord tonight. Unfortunately, I didn't really make it. Hey, I got $200 Mexican from Donkey Show. I think that's about 10 bucks. Those of you who are like, holy shit, you just got a $200 tip. It's Mexican. It's 10 bucks, But it's still very generous. I don't want to act like I'm not appreciative. I am appreciative. I've been thinking of starting a GoFundMe to donate to Ilan Omar's campaign. 100% of the proceeds go to her unless she wants to share with Justice Dems. What do you think, Dusty? Good idea or bad idea? Hey, sounds like a good idea to me. If you could afford to support her, I would definitely support her. And like all those Justin Dim candidates are doing really good. So uh, definitely support them if you can. I, I definitely uh, suggest you do so. Super Saiyan, God, Goku, or Golden Frieza? Uh, Golden Frieza, definitely. Because I absolutely know what this is, and I'm definitely a big fan of it. So Golden Frieza, 100%. That was easy one. I wrote another parody. Uh, parodies, nuts, aristocrats. Hell yeah. The aristocrats. Uh, buck melanoma. Thank you for that, buck melanoma. Um, all right. Last chance to get in the super chat. So I'm going to cover a few more stories. We're already over two hours, but I know you guys want me to keep going. So I'm not going to make you beg me. I'm going to keep going a little bit for a few minutes. Boomer, fuck you. I will jump through this goddamn you trying to make me not calm. Don't fucking destroy my calm. You don't want to see me not calm. Uh, hyenas are cats. Yeah, hyenas are cats? I didn't know that. I thought they were in the canine family. Okay, learn something new every day. Good kitty. I wonder if they would use the kitty lure box. Probably not. 
Alright, let's keep going with the show a little bit. Cover the last few couple stories here. What we got here. Uh, oh yeah, that was the hyena. Good kitty. Um, federal judge threw out the coveting kids lawsuit. Remember this smug asshole? I did a video kind of in support of him because I think these kids were like mistreated by this dude and the media, but I don't think that they were $250 million in damages mistreated. So, uh, yeah, fuck all these people. Fuck this dude. Sorry. You guys may like this dude, but look into it. This guy was a piece of shit. These kids are pieces of shit. They're all pieces of shit. So, all bad. All bad, in my opinion. And, uh, you ever notice how the same people that call us NPCs constantly all tell the same fucking jokes over and over again? Gun Girl is like, in a matter of just a few years, we went from bake the cake to wax my balls. What's next? And then Eric Erickson says, we went from bake the cake, bigot, to wax my balls, bigot, really freaking fast. And then Steven Crowder is like, crazy how fast we went from bake the cake, bigot, to wax the balls, bigot. And then Rita Panay hires like, amazing how quickly bake the cake, bigot, turned into wax the scrotum turf. Yeah, she got her so fucking hilarious. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, fucking transgender people really support Eve, they don't. You guys are just using this crazy person as a reason to shit on transgender people because you're fucking bigots, and that's what you do, right? But you're rewarded for it constantly, so it's definitely depressing. Next up, I think I already played this one. Oh yeah, I did play that one. That was Mrs. Betty Bowers. I guess we can look at the Christian stuff real fast. 61% of Americans say that students should be forced to say the presence of allegiance, the pledge, the pledge of allegiance. That's pretty depressing, right? You know, all the anti-SJWs and conservatives want to talk all day long about how the left hates freedom of speech, but isn't forcing somebody to say something against their will also a violation of freedom of speech? How come they never call this shit out? How come it's always just one-sided bullshit to demonize one side of the conversation and the other side who's doing even worse stuff doesn't get caught out? We all know the answer to that question, right? It's a double standard. They don't really care what the truth is. It's about tribalism. And Michelle Bachman says that Trump is the most biblical president she's ever seen. Because this is real life, folks. So much of what is happening globally with this acknowledgement of Israel, support for Israel, is tied directly to our current president. Unlike anyone before him, he has shown this kind of support you're talking about and encourage this kind of prayer for the nation of Israel. I'd love for you to comment on that because I know you have a little bit of an inside track with respect to that and to him. Yes, I serve on the President's Faith Advisory Initiative. I'm extremely grateful to be able to do that. I want your listeners to know never before have I ever seen a more pro-Israel president. He does things in his life. He says things with his mouth that are dishonoring. But I will say he is without a doubt the most biblical president I have ever seen. I'm going to repeat that. He is the most biblical president I have ever seen in what he does. I mean, to be honest, she's right. I hate to say this, but she's right. I mean, if you read the Bible, it's about beating slaves and marrying your rapist and bashing children's brains on the rocks and just being all around the biggest, most giant piece of shit you can possibly be. So... Trump is definitely the most biblical president we've ever had, in my opinion. So I'm with Michelle Obama. Not Michelle Obama, it's Michelle Bachman on this one, right? Next up. 
They've done a second investigation into Neil deGrasse Tyson's sexual harassment claims, and they didn't find anything. So that's good, I guess. Neil's been a hero of mine for years, and the thought that he might be a giant perp that's going around sexually harassing people was definitely disturbing. But I'm not saying he's totally innocent, and I've actually read like all the things the women said about him. So I'm not going to sit there and say that he didn't do anything that he's been accused of. But I will say that the Hayden Planetarium at the American Museum of Natural History announced today that Neil deGrasse Tyson will keep his job following an investigation into the allegations of sexual misconduct. But you didn't know. So museum investigation into the allegations concerning Neil deGrasse Tyson is uh, completed. The museum spokesman said in a brief statement, based on the results of the investigation, Dr. Tyson remains an employee and the director of the Hayden Planetarium. Because this is a confidential personal matter, there will be no further statement by the museum. So, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Is uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson a giant perv who deserves to be canceled immediately? Or has he been accused wrongly and he's still a hero to us all? You decide. Um, and I guess I was going to finish it up with this one. Apparently Pure Flix, who makes Christian movies has decided they're going to put out little short movies that are like five minutes long to try to teach kids about Christianity and whatnot. And so they made this one about this girl who's getting um, ready for school and she's watching this really douchey, cool preacher who's like in his 20s and wearing a leather jacket because that's what all the new cool preachers look like these days. And he's explaining to her exactly how God owns her body, not her. She's actually just a slave to Jesus who actually lives inside her and controls her. So we're going to skip ahead to a little ways and yes, let's see what else this is. And we're part of him. To be one. That means God lives in us. Check out this verse again. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you? That means God lives in us. When we ask Jesus into our hearts, he's part of us. And we're part of him. To be one with God himself. This means that we aren't alone. Christ is in us. He's in you. Okay, now now check this out. This is important. You are not your own. Oi, oi. Let me do that again. Did you catch that? Listen, you are not your own. You're not your own. That means that your body belongs to Christ. But don't think that that means that that you have to do it all by yourself. No, no, that's not the case. See, his grace works in us to overcome in ways we'd never have the strength to do on our own. Look, God loves you. He made you perfect in his image. Don't sell yourself. So, uh, then this dude keeps hitting her up and he's like, my parents are out of town. We're going to bang tomorrow, right? And she's like going to reply. And then she like doesn't reply. And then she decides that she's not going to bang this dude. 
because um, Jesus is inside of her, and she don't watch want to watch Jesus banging a dude through her body. Deserve better. Um, so she than keeps what the world is selling. So she keeps watching. You deserve so much more than what the world is offering. You got that right. You got that right. What? And her mom's like, Bye, mom. What? Like, Love Bye, you, mom. And so then this this chick goes and throws her phone away. She's like, I'm not gonna bang this dude. I'm gonna throw my phone in the trash. Like, you could have sold that. You could have gave the money to like homeless people or, you know, less deserving. Like Jesus would have done. If you didn't want your phone. But no, it's realistic. She threw it away like any normal teenage girl would do after hearing a preacher talk to her about how her body doesn't belong to herself. So anyway, folks, that's America. That's the country we live in right now, right? Let's finish the show up. Jesus is a thick boy. No, right? <laughs> you got that right. Yep. The cult keeps continuing. Yep. I know. I like the music. Music is definitely amazing. Everything about this is amazing. Um... Christ is gay. I know, man. If Christ is living inside of me, then he must really like to masturbate. Sorry, Mom, though, because he does it a bunch. Fucking Jesus. Um, Jesus came inside me. Oh, no. Twice. Evidence before cancellation, obviously. Agreed. I assume we're talking about Neil Tyson. So, I hope you guys enjoy the show tonight. What do you guys think about the laid-back show? I think I need to uh, get back on the cocaine and uh, ramp it back up for the next show. Or should I do every show in my ASMR NPR voice? Make your thoughts known to me. Because as you guys know, after the show's over, I go back and I read all the chat. It plays it in real time right along with the video. So I play the video and watch the video back and I read what everything you guys have to say about this. So... I'm listening. You guys can let me know what you think. I'll work it out from there. Let's finish it up by reading the super chats. Did you see Christy and Kev praise your response to Voss controversy and your use of it to illustrate how Matt Delahunty should have dealt with a situation instead of what he did? Thank you, H.S. Ross. Yes, I did see that. Christy and Kev have their happy hour they do on, uh, I think it was on Kevin Logan's channel. And they did show me and they talked about me a little bit. And I read the chat and the audience of their show seemed very responsive. And uh, they were very uh, complimentary towards me. So that was very nice and heartwarming to see that. And I appreciate them highlighting me on their show. Dethog2015 says, What do you think of the idea of banning all political parties? If you're elected... You're in only as an independent. Uh, I don't know. I've never thought about that. I do think it would be good to get all money out of politics. Maybe each candidate who gets a certain amount of the vote gets a certain number of tax dollars uh, from the government, and that's the full amount of money that they can use. Something along those lines would be a good idea. So uh, that could help in that problem. Good question, D-Dog. Another from D-Dog says $15, Patriots love their country for what it does. Nationalists love their country no matter what it does. That's true. You know, like I always say, nationalism is simply 
cheering for the high school you go to simply because you go there. It's like a pep rally, right? It's totally fucking meaningless. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Anyway, uh, stop dying that stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. All shows should now be super secret shows. I might do super secret shows from now on exclusively, just whenever I feel like doing a show, pop up. No set schedule. I don't know if you guys would like that or not. You like the layback show? Okay, maybe I'll do this more often. It's definitely not as exciting, but it's definitely not as tiring to do. Uh, it's so enjoyable. Okay, well, I'll do this more often. It's definitely more chill, and I can just lay back on my wedge instead of having to lay, sit on my fucking really uncomfortable chair pillow. Like, how does a chair, how does a fucking, not chair pillow, a bed chair, how does a bed chair even exist? But it does. Amazing. Um, didn't he have a bunch of legal bills to pay? I have no idea. None whatsoever. Oh, I got another donkey show. He he dumps on people because they are different. Yet Ethan sits there wearing the most ridiculous outfit just to seem different. But he's a run-of-the-mill, bigoted ignoramus. Dumb as fuck, fake as fuck, boring as fuck. Like I said, I've never paid much attention to that show. And this is really the first experience I've had with it. But holy fucking shit, was that boring. And to see 800,000 people watch a video like that, it's just like, huh? I'm missing something. I really am. But, like, it's always like that. Like, Jesse Lee Peterson's real popular. And I watch his show, and that dude can literally barely speak. You can only understand, like, half the word. It's like he's had a stroke. And I'm like, huh? And I watch PewDiePie. And he has, like, 100 million subscribers. And I'm like, huh? I just, none of it makes any sense. And I guess I'm just old. And YouTube and shit has passed me by. Because I definitely ain't getting it no more. But, you know, what you're going to do, I guess. It's just life, huh? Hey, Dusty. I'd love to send more money via Super Chats, but I'm semi-broke myself. I I still ride via Patreon, though. Hey, thank you, Beast Nation 2009. That means a lot. Like, anything you guys can do, I know that you guys support me when you can. And I, I hate to, like, bitch about the support I get because it makes it sometimes a slap in the face to those who actually are supporting me. And, like, I really am grateful. Um, and I'm actually doing okay. Like, I'm going to be able to continue to do this for a while still. Like, I'm as long as you guys keep supporting at the level you're supporting at now, I'm going to be okay for a little while. So, uh, the show's not going anywhere anytime soon. I'm just bitching and moaning. I got to get over that. I got to get over this fucking thinking that I have to compare to everybody else. And and I got to get over myself thinking that I, I should be at a higher place than I'm at. It's just ego. And I'm working on that. So, I'm going to try to get over it. Um I knew a guy who got shot in the head. He can speak better than Jesse Lee. I know, right? Me too. I just, I don't understand the popularity of these people. It's really strange in my opinion. YouTube is much often a cesspool of foolish. Yeah, I guess it's just appealing to the lowest common denominator. And when you put out content that appeals to the lowest common denominator, like, People that are intelligent can understand what you're doing because, of course, it's lowest common denominator bullshit. And also, you can appeal to the lowest common denominator. So you can post, so you can appeal to like a much greater range of people. And so I guess it helps to make you more popular. But I don't know. It's just not, not really my thing. It's not for me. PewDiePie painters, not to just kids, but to racists. Yeah. I mean, I've watched a little bit of PewDiePie. I haven't watched a whole lot, so I can't claim to be a, a giant expert. But what I have seen. I did not find entertaining in any way, and I'm just 
I'm, I'm puzzled by it, but I don't know. Obviously it's just, it's not for me. And I guess, you know, different strokes for different folks. And I, I can't hate on things that other people like just because I don't like it. I guess. What did it even do? Fuck you, Jules Black. I know the game you're playing. I am too calm and laid back today to fall into your trap, but I do appreciate you trying. Um, or maybe you're not trying anything. Maybe you literally did miss it, and uh, I'm just reading too much into your statement. Say hello to your dogs and cats for me, Dusty. I will. They're going to go out as soon as we get off the show. We let them out immediately, because during the show, they have to stay in and try to be quiet. So they've been good. So after the show, we go in there, and we let them out, and we uh, pet them and love them a little bit. So they're always happy when, when I end this shit. And I've done a good solid two and a half hours, even though I was planning on cutting the show to two hours. I had enough decent material. And uh, it's always cool hanging out with you guys and just talking to you guys and reading what you have to say and stuff. And I really do appreciate you guys hanging out with me. And you know, it's like hanging out with my friends and just talking and stuff, so it's cool. Uh, what the fuck, that video? I don't know what you're talking about. You are remarkably introspective, and it's awesome. Cult of Dusty, acid. Uh, when I, I did, I there are, there are some stuff that happened in Denver that I haven't ever gone into that I feel really bad about. And there were, there was ways I behaved to people towards women that, uh, like I didn't sexually harass anybody, but there were, there were like messages I sent women that I was so ashamed of and I behaved in such a horrible way. And, um, I, I, I did acid a lot and I thought about that stuff and, and it really helped me realize the mistakes I was making and the person I didn't want to be. And so I'm just trying to like, improve myself and not be that person anymore because I do not even associate with that person anymore. I look at myself and I don't even see that person anymore. I'm just totally fucking embarrassed of it. So acid really helped me do that because when I was in Denver, I took a lot of fucking acid and uh, walked around town and just try to contemplate things a lot. So um, definitely a good drug for that. Although you can get like burned out on it and you got to be careful with it too. You got to, you got to be ready for it. If you're not ready for it, it can really fuck you up. So, um, I like the mellow dusty. Well, thank you very much. Definitely more laid back. This is kind of how I am normally. Like, I've been talking about for years. I kind of play a character on the internet. It's more like high string, high strung, uh, in your face, loud character. But the real me is like, I don't even talk that much in real life. I'm just real laid back. I just smoke weed and I try to watch things and try to learn and. I try to be introspective and, and better myself. That's what I I focus on a lot. So this is more the real me, but I just think being this way, it's not very exciting. For some reason, I think I have to be more exciting than this. So, so I, you know, I amp it up for the shows and stuff, but I don't know. I'm, I'm open-minded to people like me just being more normal like this. I'm open-minded to doing shows like this more often. Uh, PewDiePie is so cute. Yeah, PewDiePie is a nice looking guy. He's tall and he's handsome for sure. I think the, his, his looks are definitely a big part of why he's so famous. You know, if it was me, I definitely wouldn't. If I did exactly the 100% thing, same thing PewDiePie did, I would not be as famous as PewDiePie because I just don't have that, you know, classic good looks he does. And I'm not, you know, I'm not an ugly guy or anything. I'm above average, but I'm just not like on his level. I mean, obviously I can, I know that. So anyway, blotter acid is great for road trips. Well, what's the difference between blotter acid? Oh, is that just the kind that's on the pieces of paper instead as opposed to the drops? Is that what you mean? <laughs> Dusty, your ASRM voice sucks. I know, right? I'm sorry. I will try to improve upon it for you. Please forgive me. Tried it once. Scary and overwhelming. Not returning to it. Yeah, like I said, 
you really have to be, you have to be in a, a good mindset for acid. You have to, you, you have to be comfortable enough with yourself to know that you're going to stay calm no matter what happens. And it's hard to do that, especially the first couple of times you do it, but you got to keep reminding yourself over and over again, this is just in my head and this will go away. Everything that's happening right now is just in my head and it will go away. So if it's bad, if your experience turns bad, you're like, okay, well, it's going to go away. I just got to stay calm and relax and know this is just in my mind. And then as long as you, and, and also, you also have to continuously remind yourself that you're in charge of what you're thinking about. You control your thoughts because if you let it, your mind will slip away and you'll start focusing on some really dark, scary things. And if you're focusing on dark, scary things on your acid, you will have a bad trip. So you just got to keep telling yourself, no, I decide what I think. I decide where my mind goes. And then you just guide your mind to go to those useful places that benefit you, like to your ego and to your, you know, your, your faults or even your happy things. Like you can just sit there and stare at the sky or you can stare at a fucking leaf and contemplate how a fucking leaf is basically just a solar panel, right? All kinds of things like this. So as long as you like control your trip, you'll be fine. But it's like it takes practice to do that. You really have to, you know, be be in control of yourself to to have that power over your own mind. So it's definitely doable though. Dusty is sixty nine percent doable. All right, I would say sixty five, but I would take the other four percentage points. Not bad. Dusty, click top chat and pick live chat to interact with chat more. Okay. Uh, live chat. All messenger visible. All right. Boom. Did it. Hope you're happy now. Dusty laid back with his mind on his money and his money on my mind. Oh, yeah. Rolling down the street, smoking endo, sipping on gin and juice. Laid back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. I was going to talk about, also, I didn't even cover this story, but since we're just shooting the shit and chatting and whatnot, I was going to cover how, uh, what's that woman's name? Claire Lyons or whatever the fuck her name is. She's the one that is the editor of Killette Magazine. Um, and someone sent me this thing about how she basically admitted that she's a race realist and that they cover IQ and race a lot in their uh, online magazine. I know it's right in front of me. You guys probably see it somewhere right in front of me and I'm not seeing it. Oh, here it is. Um, so yeah, she made this thread where she basically goes through and she explains uh, how she's a race realist and how there are some things about biological race that is tied to IQ. Um, and she basically goes on to say that race is not simply a social construct, which is directly against what the uh, Anthropological Association of America, which is the number one most trusted scientific body that studies this. They say that race is mostly a social construct and it's not a useful classification for human beings. And they've explained why, and I've explained to you guys why this is. So I'm not going to go into that. What I'm going to go into is I'm going to talk about IQ a little bit. Because um, I actually was given an IQ test once. I talked about this a little bit before. Uh, when I was a kid, they thought I might be a genius because I wrote a series of papers that people really liked. And I wrote a series of poetry that people liked. And I also... Um, we were given an assignment in class to memorize 
Shakespeare and I was given a Shakespearean line and I memorized the entire thing in about five minutes and I stood up in front of the class and and recited it from memory. Um, and it was friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ear. I come to bury Caesar, not to praise him. The evil that men do live long after. The good is often turned with their bones. So let it be with Caesar. The devil Brutus had told you Caesar was ambitious. And if so, it was a grievous fault. And grievously hath he paid it. Um, and I remember that all these years for learning it for five minutes. And uh, nobody else in the class was, of course, capable of anything close to this in Mississippi. So they thought I might be a genius. So they had me tested. And... But the almost the entirety of the IQ test they gave me was puzzles. They set these little puzzles down in front of me. And here's the thing. like I had never once in my entire life had any experience with puzzles. It wasn't part of my youth. What I, I didn't grow up you know, being given puzzles to play with or anything. Never once. I've literally not once in my entire life ever put a puzzle together. And so like even the most basic concepts that... Any child who's messed with puzzles know, like, start with corners. You know, start with the side pieces. I didn't have that information. I didn't have that knowledge in my head. So any kid they pulled from their class that had any experience whatsoever with puzzles in their past would have outperformed me hugely in that IQ test. And that's a lot of what IQ tests are about. They're about your previous experiences. And so a lot of it is based on privilege. If you have certain privileged experiences, um, which put you in environments where your parents are more likely to read you certain things or give you things like puzzles or, you know, to help you before you even take the test, kind of know what the parameters of the test are so you can behave in ways that help you excel at those tests. And so when I couldn't do these fucking puzzles because I never had an experience at them, they basically decided that I wasn't a genius. I was just kind of weird and autistic, which is true. I am like... I am a weirdo autist. There's no doubt about that. But at the same time, it wasn't a fair test. Like if I would have had any of the basic knowledge that these other kids had about how to do this, I would have done a lot fucking better. So anyway, that was my really only experience with IQ tests. And I immediately don't trust them. I think that a lot of it is based off just privilege and bullshit and stuff. And of course, that's just one aspect of IQ tests. They've actually shown that, you know, uh, the gap between people who self-identify as white and black and their IQs have lowered as the education has increased in black communities and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's a very, very complicated, nuanced subject. But I thought I would just share that little personal experience with you guys. What you guys got to think about that. I'd recommend never taking acid two days in a row. Man, I used to candy flip all the time. Candy flipping is where you take acid and molly at the same time. And, uh, yeah, after you do it for about two days, you uh, it, it kind of has diminishing returns. Your what is it? Serotonin gets depleted, and so you have to take off a few days and let all that like recharge and shit. But yeah, doing it for a couple of days on and off for a couple of months is not too bad. Nah, he's four hundred and twenty percent. Here's you. Got to be four twenty somewhere. I'm not sure if that's how it works though. Um, autism gang rise up. I know, right? Autism like a superpower these days. I ain't hating on it. Um, IQ tests are specifically and only intended to measure interquartile differences. Okay. Cool. Uh, seize the puzzles. I know, right? Gotta rise up. Seize the means of the puzzles. Some standard IQ tests function as IQ tests as well. Okay, cool. Jacqueline Glenn. Uh, posted a melancholy vid today, too. Weird. She messaged me not too long ago. Um, 
basically she was like, where's my money? You owe me money. Pay me. And uh, I don't have anything to do with the clothing line anymore. It's been run by somebody else for years now. And I don't even, like, I have my T-shirts on Teesprings anymore. So I don't even, like, deal with the logic line anymore. So I had to contact the guy that runs it. And I'll be like, uh, yeah, Jacqueline wants you to pay her. So I guess he paid her um, finally. And uh, I told her that I would give her her domain name because I'm not doing anything with it anymore. You know, I still own JacquelineGlenn.com. So I need to transfer that over to her eventually. Still not a big fan with the direction she's taken, but at the same time, it's not all that much my business. So anyway, I have take the same IQ test with six, seven years in between. One time, 140, and two times, 90-something. Well, that's quite a bit of difference, isn't it? I don't really trust them. I've never taken one in my adult life because I don't give a shit. Not what it says. Like, it doesn't make me feel good to have a high, high IQ or a low IQ. Basically, because I took that test when I was young. And, like, I know I was way smarter than it made me look. So, I ain't really worried about it, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I know. Being average intelligence in the Deep South is like Luke Wilson in Idiocracy. Like, I grew up programming in BASIC. And like, if you don't think about basic, it's basic. It's like the most basic, dumbass, easy bullshit. It's like 10, go to 20, 20, go to 10, you know, just silly easy. But uh, I was considered like the ultimate genius. Like everybody was like, oh my God, this super, super computer boy genius is fucking programming. How is this even possible? How are you doing this? And uh, so it was pretty cool. And also, that's one good thing about being, like, a, a seven in Mississippi. Because, like, I'm a nine here. Like, everywhere I go, everybody treats me like I'm a, like, handsome rock star. And it's pretty fucking amazing. So, I ain't hating on that, to be honest with you. Dusty, we talk about the origin of the police and systemic racism. Um, I think... Um, I was going to make a joke about Roxanne Tana the red light but uh i guess that's not funny maybe i'll talk about it sometime that's really a deep conversation that i i talked about systemic racism a little bit earlier when i went into black wall street and uh redlining all that stuff but that's a bit deep material to get into right now to be honest with you oh and benjamin says his iq is 164 okay well mine is 264 i've never taken an iq test except for when i was a kid but i'm going to assume it's like 264 so, uh, until somebody proves otherwise, that's what I'm going with. To be, to be clear, IQ tests are not useless. They're very useful. Just none of those uses have anything to do with intelligence as a concept. Yeah, no, right? Seems like a lot of the peop things people use them for these days is racism. Only seven inches. I'm sorry, I'm only seven inches. But it's thick, so it's not too bad. Dusty's so smart, he like Minted from Dune. Oh. Uh, Father, the sleeper has awakened. That's about I know, I know from Dune, right? I know uh, pretty blue eyes and riding sandworms. I remember that much. So uh, I know a little bit about most things. I just don't know a lot about anything, which kind of makes me like a mid-level idiot, I guess. But I can still be entertaining, so it's all good. Yeah, slave catchers are definitely fueling the industrial prison complex with brown bodies. My IQ is roughly 106. Well, it's above average, isn't it? It is. I know this. The average is 100. They always move it. Even if the average of 
society increases, then they just move the average back to 100. That's I think that's how they work, right? Dusty, do you watch Richard Wolf and Michael Parenti? I watch Richard Wolf. Big fan of Richard Wolf, especially his stuff he does about Jordan Peterson. He dead on. He explains things really well. Like Richard Wolf is what I thought like uh, Zizek was going to be when I heard all this hype about Zizek. I was thinking, holy shit, he's going to be this well-spoken fucking assassin madman of intellect. And then I saw him and I was like, what? This dude's like Sylvester, suffering succotash. And like Richard Wolf is the fucking man, right? I would love to see Richard Wolf debate Jordan Peterson. That would be badass. I thought 100 to 150 was average. I thought 100 was always average. Am I not right about that? I think that's true, but shows you what I know. Maybe my IQ is too low to know if that's true or not. Let's see. Make sure I don't miss any of the super chats. Nope. No more super chats. Dusty, have you ever heard of the tragedy of Rosewood, Florida? Nope. Doesn't ring any bells. Sorry. Richard Wolf and Robert Reich are the shit. Yeah, I like Robert Reich too. Robert Reich. That's how you pronounce it, I believe. Also, an amazing dude. Puts up some really good videos. A cool drawer too. Wish I could draw all the way he he does. Um, Dusty, in my opinion, Parenti is infinitely better than Wolf even. All right. Well, I'm not real familiar with Parenti, so I'll have to check that shit out. I'm hungry. I think I'm going to have to go get me some fucking dinner. Mmm. 100 is average by definition of the IQ. That's what I thought. I thought 100 was, I thought my IQ was high enough to know that 100 was average. But don't blame his lisp. I would not. Didn't have any problem with lisp. Brenty, McCooney, and Harvey, all kind of better than Wolf. All right. Fuck you. I like Wolf. Zizek is off-putting. Yeah, he definitely, not a good speaker in my opinion. But the bread tube people seem to like him. They love his ass. Uh, you honestly just convinced me that the race realist I convinced me against the race realist IQ gap. I took two and got one full five to 115. You shouldn't judge someone's intelligence by a flaw by the turf. Yeah, right. It's stupid. It just seems like it's a way to be racist to me for, for the most part. Um, you are correct. 100 is, by definition, the average, which makes it more funny when racists talk about countries scoring below it. Yeah, I know, right? It's just like a, what most people don't know about the stock market is the stock market is rigged to always go up because they remove companies that perform poorer and they add companies that perform better. So it always goes up regardless of what the actual individual companies themselves are doing. It's all rigged. It's all rigged. Dusty, you get smarter and more empathetic with age. Yeah, I hope we all do, right? It's easy to do as long as you're willing to learn from your mistakes. Put that ego aside from time to time and just fucking be prepared and okay with being wrong. And you'll grow and mature. My uncle can paint like a photograph. I can only draw Snoopy. I can't draw anything. You know, I have some types of artistic ability, but that's not one of them. Like, I'm a good actor and I can I have a decent voice and shit like that. But drawing is definitely not my wheelhouse, that's for sure. Dusty, is the Richard Wolf you're talking about have the Democracy at Work channel? Well, I don't know. I don't know what channel he's on. I've seen him on other videos and shit. Um, the garlic situation was fucked up only because it was very safe family environment forever. Yeah, I know. They don't give a shit. These people, that that's what they want. They want to make you scared. They want to terrorize you. They want to go to places that you've always felt safe and then make you no longer feel safe there. 
to you know stir up society. That's what it's all about. That's what we're fighting here. Dusty, do you like Cornell West? Did you see him on Joe Rogan? <sighs> yeah, he's okay. I've heard some things he say that I disagree with. Although, like off the top of my head, I probably couldn't think of what it was. I just remember that there are things I disagree with him about. I just can't remember what they are. So I'd have to actually look it up to remember. So, which is not very fair, to be honest with you. Uh, but that's how the human mind works a lot of times. This is one thing the uh, the pickup artist movement says that's actually true. And it's uh, they teach that the girls you try to pick up, they won't actually remember what you said to them. They remember how you made them feel. And that's actually true. People don't remember exactly what you said to them in the past, but they can remember the feeling you gave them. And if they want to be connected to you anymore and associated with you based on that feeling anymore. So that's kind of how it is with everything. And that's kind of how it is. I'm Cornell West. Like, I can't remember why I disliked him, but I just remember there was something there. And that's probably a bias. Like, that's a bias I need to overcome. Um, and yes, I know he was on Joe Rogan show, but I did not see it yet. I'm still planning on watching it. I haven't got up to it yet. I've been, uh, like I said, I binge watched um, The Boys, which there was only eight episodes, which sucks, man, because that show is really fucking good. So hopefully Amazon and Jeff Bezos will hear all the good word that it's getting and spit out more episodes really fast. The Spice. The Spice. Yep, I remember that shit. All right, well, shit, we almost did three hours again tonight. I did not even mean to do three hours. Rosewood, Florida was a black town burned by rights. Oh, so it was like another Black Wall Street? I'm not familiar with that, but I am not surprised in any way that that happened. I think there was another place like that 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 happened too. It wasn't Rosewood. It was some other place in Oklahoma, I think. Or was that where Black Wall Street was? I don't know. I need to educate myself better on all this stuff. Oh. All right, well, I guess that's it. Looks like I read all the Super Chats. Things are winding down here a bit. So I will be back Friday for uh, Filter Friday. You guys like the Filter Friday? Should I keep doing that? You guys let me know what you think about Filter Fridays. I think it's pretty cool, though. I like those filters. Uh, the problem is, is they don't have a whole bunch of new filters, so I end up using some of the same filters over again. But, you know, some of those, like the Jellyfish filter was pretty cool. Um, so I don't know. I'll probably do that again this Friday. But if you guys uh, think it's stupid, you can let me know. So, love the boys and Doom Patrol. I tried to watch Doom Patrol and it didn't take. I don't know. I didn't care for it for some reason. I mean, Brendan Fraser, I thought he was pretty good in this role. I know he's basically just doing a voice for the most part. And then that other guy that's in uh, Serenity, he is real good. He's a real good actor. Um, been on a bunch of stuff. But for some reason, I don't know. The show just didn't grab me. I don't. Superhero shows just usually don't grab me. Dusty, I found a new channel you should check out uh, for Harriet, okay? You guys can check that out if you want to. Take it easy, Dusty. Much love, respect. All right, much love to you guys. Yeah, Filter Friday's great. Okay, we'll keep doing Filter Friday. And maybe I'll uh, do some more casual shows with my smooth ASMR voice. And I will see you guys Friday. And as always, remember, you guys should support the show on Patreon. There's a link in the fucking... Description of this video to my Patreon and we're up to $538 and like, uh, you guys, if you can, dollar or two a month, $5 a month, whatever you can afford, help me out, dudes. I'd really appreciate it. That would be awesome. So I'll see you guys Friday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. And as always, I love you guys and I thank you very much for the support. Till next time. Logic, motherfuckers. Good night, dudes.